Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Rich. What's up? I'm sitting here with Clint. How's it going? And Ferris. Hey, what's up? I mean Brent. <laughs> well, that's the case. You'd have to be Maui then. <clears throat> no, he he got out of his costume. <laughs> he didn't get no good pictures of him before he got out of it, did you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I got some on my phone. Uh, okay, good. We got some group pictures too. That's good. That's I kept I kept walking around with them all day playing uh, Ferris Bueller songs. You should hit the paper <laughs> with one of them pictures to let everybody know that County Market dressed up for. Halloween was in the spirit of it. Or I'd just walk up and be like, Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. I'm going to be in town. Me and Ali are going to go trick-or-treating tomorrow night, so I'm hopefully I'm going to run into you and get are some action. Are you going to go uptown? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going to get some action shots if I see you. I'm not going to show you, tell you that I'm around. I'm just going to get shots of you. I'll fucking <laughs> show them to you later. Like, look at this fool i seen out here. So it is a, another really sad week in wrestling. <laughs> It's sad at all. Yeah, it really is. It's another, another. There's a lot of premature deaths happen in wrestling, and this week another one happened with ROH. They haven't said they're not a premature death. Yeah, they haven't said they're actually dead yet. It's been coming. Oh, it's not sad. That horse got sent to the glue factory. It should have been. (laughs) They didn't. uh, PCO got out when the when the getting got good. He was ahead of the curve. Asked for his release and shit. I think he's coming back for another WWE run. Is he? <laughs> no. Are they? <laughs> no, I don't know, but I would, I'd give it to him. He's I bet you he'll end up in Impact or AEW, though. He's he he's popular enough. Or GCW. Uh, so, a long time ago in WWE, WWF. He's already worked for him. They did this, this thing where the big boss man was wrestling and then this dude who was in the prison that boss man worked for came and started trying to fight him back and it was a really bad storyline are they trying to redo that right here right now because that's what it looks like chains. that's what it looks like we got an escaped inmate who's was parker boudreau no that's harland oh what what, what the hell is a parker boudreau that's an escaped Gunner? inmate that's an escaped convict gimmick that went and didn't work in wwe a long time ago and now they're gonna try to redo it do you think they didn't name him gunner because like the dude that actually is Gunner that has a different name now is pissed about it. Jason Riker. Well, yeah. What I just seen was the remake of something that happened a long time ago with the big boss man. And if that's how they're starting his career off in oh, WWE, I happened. don't expect it to last very long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I seen that and I just about got up and turned the TV off. So for the people that don't know, because we went off topic already, uh, <laughs> Sinclair Broadcasting has announced that ROH will be taking a hiatus after their next pay-per-view. They're trying to sell their tape library too, right? That's told been, you. That's been on the table for a year or two now, though. I told oh, you that WWE is going to buy it. My question is, well, yeah, but they don't have the anybody. Bottom of the peacock. The only be a thing that's for sale. Says ROH, and you're going to. The only thing that's for sale is ROH 2012 on. Yeah, what, none of those what wrestlers. Saint, what Saint Clair actually right. owns. None of those wrestlers wrestle for Vince McMahon. Uh, you'd get KO and. Yeah, like two years of KO and El Generico. CM, well, I guess CM Punk doesn't wrestle he for would, WWE. No, so C- CM Punk stuff. would have been gone by that point. But he was uh, gone by that point. Had, Christopher Daniel, Cesaro, Tyler Black, all mm-hmm. those guys are gone. Yeah. Well, well you know, you you might get a little bit of Tyler Black. Samoa yeah. Joe. Uh, there's some other guys still yet in WWE that were part No, of ROH, you want to get no Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Well, no, he, was an R- he was an ROH. Not before 2012. Not after 2012. That's he, the only thing that's for sale. Is after 2012. I think he went there. Oh, it's after back. 12. Yeah, then you wouldn't get Tyler Black because he would already been Seth Rollins. Right. You get some AJ Styles and probably still. No, he would have been an impact by that point too. Yeah, 
I mean, I thought he went to Impact, and then he went to ROH, and then but and then the WWE, right? Because he went after he, he left he was Impact. In Japan. He was in Japan. He did both. He went back and forth because I watched him on. Well, he might have one AJ oh, Style match. He showed up and won a belt in ROH for a quick minute. Well, that's because ROH and I New think, Japan partnered together. I mean, you'd have yeah, Cody he was, Rhodes. He was the most club important thing up. that you would own is All In. The very first AEW pay per view well, ROH know, produced by Sinclair yeah, Broadcasting. You would, you would own the video to it, but not the name and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's some fucking legal gray area right there, too, because AEW is trademarked and I, all that shit. I mean, at this point, I don't think anybody cares about that shit. I mean, I'd, if I was going to buy it, I'd give it a fuck. And it's kind of a pay per view I think they want forgotten anyway, because Joey Ryan had the thing where the, he got killed and all the penises came out and they penis pumped him back to life. And Joey Ryan's kind of <laughs> like not someone who's looked very good upon in wrestling anymore. So, you mean canceled? I mean, he's got... I mean, he was cleared or whatever of all the stuff, but, like, still... I don't think he was. Yeah, he was. I have no idea. He put a big, huge thing out talking about how he's finally... And he said he's, like, well, hopefully going to start his wrestling career again at some point, but he's still taking a a little bit of time off. No, I think he had, like, he had to pay a bunch of money and fucking uh, uh, do some shit because that that big old thing he put out was about him getting past and paying his consequences and now being able to start his shit. I thought he said that all the charges and all that shit against him were all dropped. We should probably look it up, but I'm pretty sure not. I have no idea. But, uh... Yeah, it could be the uh, death of ROH, though. They did say that they'll uh, what, be back in April of 2022. Yeah, like but So my question, if they didn't plan on bringing them back at all, uh, why are they investing in women wrestling? Because they just started the whole women's... Tessa Blanchard? I think they're replacing ROH, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Tessa Blanchard signed to that company, and it's yet to even be anything yet other than that you know now that Sinclair is going to have a show yeah so they've got Tessa Blanchard and they also they have that AJ Lee her as yeah, the writer producer right she's on the commentary. commentary team and then you know that little girl has somewhat of a following oh so, is he mm-hmm. I mean you know and who knows who else they'll sign they'll probably have a revolving door I imagine you'll see Thunder Rosa Britt Baker people like that come and go all the time to help him get up off the ground well, I don't know. I don't know if AEW is going to keep the Forbidden Door going. I bet That's they a, do. I think the, Tony Khan is impacting it. It's done now, right? As far as I know. I think Tony Khan's going to be cool enough to let his guys kind of still go out. Because a lot of them guys say so. that. Well, Historically, man, wrestling companies do not fucking work together. They've uh, tried it a million times through a hundred fucking years, and it always works for about six months, and then they fucking can't because no, he's getting away because it's pro wrestling. I'm not saying they're going there to represent AEW, but I'm saying a lot of the guys that go there are like going there because he still allows them to go do... Like John Moxley can still go do a GCW show that has nothing to do with AEW. Yeah, I mean big guys. That so he still allows his guys to. Power. Yeah, but I think he does it with a lot of his talent, and I think with a lot of the younger talent, the guys you don't see every week, he lets them do it more because he wants them to be able to make money because he's not paying them to wrestle every single week. So guys like uh, fuck, I don't know, like uh, Joey Janela, for example, he gets to wrestle all over the place because they don't have him, but every once in a while, and he can't pay him to wrestle. Like he pay, I think he, the pay the way they do it, I think more is uh, how like I've never heard how they get paid it, over there. It, it's different, but I know like all the indie guys that are on Jericho's podcast and stuff talk about how he still lets them go do signings and he don't take no money from them for none of that and still lets them go do it because if they're not wrestling, basically I don't think they don't get paid. You know, it's so, one of the weird things that they talked a lot about when AEW first started that uh, hasn't come to like they're not all on TV. They're on TV way less than it's way less schedule or whatever, but. 
uh, one of the big things about AEW when it started was they were going to try to start a wrestler's union and uh, uh, have an off-season and shit, right? Yeah, but that's never going to happen in wrestling. <laughs> Had the pandemic not happened, we might have seen that by now. But with the pandemic yeah. and everything shut down, now everybody needs you see, money. You see how well the uh, off-season works for MLW. They were supposed to be on Vice TV and had one show. Yeah, but that's a. I think that's a whole... That's a way different... Kind, they just like, released a shitload of people, too, didn't they? Like, like yeah. at, at AEW now, as popular as it is, could probably take a break, but I think that would be a mistake. Um, WWE as popular as it is it could come to the summertime right after WrestleMania they could take a three month break and then come back on TV if they wanted to they just don't uh, well, but AEW with with I, the pandemic and them getting slowed down I wouldn't take no fucking break not for a while if I was them in a couple just, more years just they're cooking still they, just when they took Dynamite on Saturday night for two weeks and they came back this week and the numbers were down like when they yeah. moved to TBS and if, if they're still you know cooking in a couple of years then I would be like yeah we can take a couple months off to let everybody kind of you know get healed up and whatnot but like like WWE their their stuff's probably different now because they you know I don't know how the road is now because of because of the pandemic it might be different the way they do live events or are they even doing live events are they no they are so they're, I mean, yeah, they got. They're, they're, sure they're, they're doing a few house shows in between. Are they really? Yeah. They're probably in select cities, I would imagine, though. You mm-hmm. know, they don't have extreme restrictions in them. Um, but you know, to me, like it would make more sense for WWE and and stuff to take a break every once in a while for their guys. But I, like I said, I don't think their schedule is even now as hard as what it was. Well, you know, before. Well, you know, in wrestling, you're uh, off times when you're hurt and recovering, so that's when right. you get your time off. Yeah, but that was if that's thinking on a 1930s brain though. In 2021, that was one you know of the big I mean? appeals, at, you know, to Jericho and shit at first when. He was talking about yeah, major he's, company. He, yeah, but he's Chris Jericho. He can pick and choose when he wants to wrestle. You know, everybody needs to protect everyone nowadays, and it's you know if, if them guys are getting worked too hard, then it's abuse. So, fucking look how hard Kenny Omega's going though. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for him to break, dude. At some point, it's got to. He's got to take some sort of a break at some point in time, and they're going to claim he's got an injury or he's just going to need the time off. Fuck, he wrestles in 20 different companies. Fucking belt, belt collector is what he's called, right? He's still the champion of a couple different companies other than AEW, isn't he? Just Triple O. Yeah. So, I mean. I thought he lost that to Andrade. No, he's still he's still the Triple O champion. When they did the when they did the Ric Flair thing. Yeah, I thought no, he, he won, won that. that match. No, Andrade lost that match. Oh, yeah, he really? Won. Yeah. So. This is the new Kofi Kingston slash Keith Lee. Yeah, Odyssey <laughs> Jones. Mm-hmm. And that's where Roderick like Strong Mark wins Henry. the match right there. That's a dumb name, too, by the way. You sounds, just had, sounds like a girl's name. So that means when he gets to the main roster, he's just going to be Odyssey, and then he's going to have to. What what does that even mean as far as his character goes right now? Nothing. I don't know what you guys so had. To, give him a wooden horse and come you, out like a Spartan. You just had the cruiserweight yes. champion beat a, a four hundred pound man. Then what do we do with Karrion Cross? Uh, he's changed too already. I right? thought he was. He's, I thought he was the gladiator. So you're no, gonna dress him like a gladiator. I don't think he has this shit no more, right? He hasn't been on that. We haven't seen him for a few weeks. Oh, no. Bad for him. He's like 37, bro. His time's almost up as good. <laughs> I think he lost the headgear. You, you don't get a WrestleMania the... main event by not getting seen for two weeks in a row. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's what he kept screaming about. I'm going to main event WrestleMania. No, I don't think you are ever, bud. Ever. 
<laughs> I was going to say, uh, you haven't seen him since a few weeks before the draft. He don't impress me. He never has. I don't see what the appeal is with him. He's just a big, huge, bald dude that sounds mean when he talks. I thought you loved him. No. On fucking Mm-mm. NXT. Oh, no, bullshit. sir. I did. No. You there's can ask a, him. There's episodes of this. You can look back and fucking. You can ask him. I've not ever been impressed with him. He gets gassed out within like the first fucking three minutes of a match, dude. And he's got to go for like 15. And it just. He, he I hurt. thought he was trying Keith to Keith Lee got hurt shit. because he was too tired and couldn't pick him, pick his big ass up and throw him. You know what I mean? He got he was so gassed out in that match. It was just it was a sad match to watch. I I've never been impressed by that dude ever. Not once. The best part of him was his entrance. Not even like that. It's over the top. Too long. You know, you take 45 minutes to get to the ring. It's too much. I'm going to find a fucking segment of like episode 1 or 2 where fucking Clint babbles on for 10 minutes like he does right now about how fucking much he loves carrying cross and going on. I know You've never happened. heard that in any of these episodes. I'm positive I have. No, you haven't. I'm listening to them all again now. Go for it. You're gonna, he likes him. I do not. I've not been impressed by him. Make fun of his little gladiator outfit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll get over that he eventually, He don't right? even got his fucking sands of time with him to, anymore, does to, he? He don't no. got the clock or the fucking hourglass or don't, the fucking... Don't you, have, don't you have to eat your sit, shit sandwiches until you... Or the hot ass old lady. Until you graduate to the next level, <laughs> he so... He sucks. He'll eventually maybe get rid of that gladiator mask. He went up there with I'm a big sure dog. That he, I'm pretty sure that he... I know I read a story where they're talking about he's doing a little revamp. They're making tweaks to it and shit. And oh, he lost yeah. The, that's what he needs is tweaks. He lost the fucking helmet. But I think he still had the crosses. I think, he's still, not gonna, I think he's still not going to get over. Well, I hope he's still got the crosses. His name's Carrying Cross. So. I mean the leather thing that he wears on his chest. Yeah, he's carrying the cross. <laughs> it's sad. Well... I guess it's Indie Mud Show time. And now, the Indie Mud Show Report. Indie Mud Show Report. Did, did that happen this week? Uh, we have Impact. <laughs> I mean, well, bound for glory, right? I'm, yeah. Dude, I'm of, the, I'm of the opinion that Impact had the best show this week. It was good. AEW uh, had the best match. And Impact had the best overall show. They had some good swerves, it sounds like. Moose. I'm impressed with Moose. He's he's been good. But that's that's later on in the card. We'll start <laughs> we'll start at the beginning of the card. Uh you had Cassie Lee and Jesse McKay show up, the inspiration, after non compete clause. Did they, they come out to their own song? Yeah. That's cool. Did they really? Yeah. Is it good? No. <laughs> I can't be asking you. Yeah, I don't like rap, so no. <laughs> rap? That's interesting. Australian rap? I uh, don't see two little white girls rapping like that, but okay. Well, that's because <laughs> they had the other chick. Oh, yeah, the famous chick. That's Who's with the them. famous chick that's with them? I don't know. That's who they did the song with. I've been trying to tell you about it for like five weeks now. It's a fucking... It's Zion Quinn's wife, whatever her real name What's is. What's a Zion Quinn? Uh, he's one of these dudes in the party room right here on NXT. Oh, so he's a nobody? Yeah, Look at poor Cameron Grimes. He's falling off. See you later, Cameron. He he's wrestled a few matches. You'll never be anything ever again, Cameron Grimes. You're just a gimmick. But the inspiration are the brand new knockouts tag team champions. Are they a comedy gimmick? Uh, kind of a comedy and their heelish ways. Mm. Yeah. Uh, on Impact, the actual show that, that that's Zion Quinn, the dude with looks like Elvis. No, no, the other one. Uh, the one with the hat? The other Samoan one. That just put that guy through the table. Oh. I, I liked Elvis. I don't like that, the dude who put him through the table. 
No, uh, you was a honky tonk man. Reminded me of disco too, weren't you? No, it was not. He reminded <laughs> me of disco inferno right there. No, on actual impacts episode this week, uh, Gia Miller interviews the inspiration and they're they're stuck up iconic type selves. Hmm. So I just want to say that's how I train for every wrestling match too. Lay on the floor with bungees with my feet on with my feet on a fucking chair. <laughs> What do you think he was listening to in those headphones? I have no idea. Don't really. Uh, you're not even gonna guess. Chop suey. What do you think? Come on, guess something. I have to guess something. Yeah, why not? Because I don't want to. Because it'd be fun. Come on. What do you think he's listening to in them headphones? System of a Down. Chop, chop suey. No, he's probably That's listening. Like, he's probably listening to some like bullshit country. Chopper. I, <laughs> I, I bet he's listening to Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Waking up. Believe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the three-way title match for the X Division Championship that was vacated by Josh Alexander. It was Trey Miguel. I don't think he vacated it. Yeah, he did. He I'm, used option C. Oh, I thought you were talking about the main event. I was like, I don't think he vacated. I think he no, got vacated. This, this is for the X Division title. Yeah, he had to because he can't. What, why, what's the rule? Why can't you have two belts? That don't make no sense. Couldn't it in WCW either. No, you could have more than one. You could have more than one belt in Impact, but he used option C, which is. If he vacated that title, he got a shot at the world title. What in the fuck oh. is going on, dude? It's Raquel Gonzalez riding It's Robocop's a fucking bike, though. Robocop had a bike? You never see Robocop ride his motorcycle? No, I, had a, I know he had his fucking car. He rode a motorcycle in three, I believe. Oh, I don't know about three. but uh, What the fuck did she just ride on? <laughs> an old person motorcycle? No, dude, that mother. Well, that might be an old person's motorcycle. Yeah, that dude, motherfucker was decked out. Like nowadays, that motherfucker. It didn't show that on the shit. Facebook thing. It just showed this right here. Her spinning the wheel and then the match, but and then it, and then she's spinning the wheel and it lands on Chucky's yeah. choice. He's like meow meow meow. Chucky Street fight meow. Yep. No, what a what a, what a way to go. But going could, back to Bound for Glory, biker chain match. Would you fucking pay attention? No, I'm just saying you ride NXT a motorcycle. NXT is a fucking topic of a later goddamn right. subject. You're right. We're <laughs> sitting here fucking breaking off every goddamn. I can't five help seconds. it. You rode a motorcycle and you don't have a biker chain match. What the fuck is that? <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to have Clint face this direction from now on. I can't watch Trick the TV. or Street. Well, I was gonna play the 36 Chambers, but you guys would have bitched if wrestling wasn't on. So that's why wrestling on. We need an old show, motherfucker. It we is an old show. show 36 so. Chambers came out in like Not 36 Chambers on fucking wrestling, you asshole. Oh, no. We'd be on that, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we true. can fucking... We can, like, laugh about that shit. This shit's like shit we're covering. It's no, Crown Jewel last but, week. But this we're is like, also laughable. Like, hey, let's talk about this match. Yeah, but we just talked about Goldberg, so let's talk about Goldberg some more. Yeah. <laughs> but back to the X Division Championship <laughs> match. The three-way between Trey and Miguel. Since Dick, since Dick always asked me, yeah, that's the rascal. He got away. I didn't ask. I mean, you always say the rascal got away. He I is. just asked about Josh Alexander. He was smart well, enough not to sign. He, either way. <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know the other fucking rascals. He, they were going to change his name. MS, to fucking MSK. MSK or yeah. the other two. I couldn't pick him out of the lineup, though. They were probably going to change his name. Well, but. you'll see them in about 20 minutes. Something ignorant. He said, nah, I ain't doing that. But, you, uh, you can't give me a first and a last name with just one first name together. That was the first time I seen the uh, Imperium also earlier. But uh, you had Steve Macklin, who is also formerly Steve Cutler from WWE. And then the third one was El Fantasma from Bullet Club. Uh, who is Steve, Cut Steve Cutler? From the Forgotten Sons with oh, Jackson Riker. The other gunner? Yeah, they kind of all look the same. 
I like yeah, Gunner. He cut he cut Me off too. his he cut off his long hair and Gunner and Garrett Bischoff was became, the awesome tag team in TNA. He became more violent. So I don't, you can take Garrett Bischoff out of the factor, but I liked him in general in TNA. I thought he was a good wrestler. <laughs> they don't he doesn't barely wrestle at all in WWE, which makes me sad. But uh, Trey Trey McGill walked out of Bound for Glory, the new X Division champion. Then uh, the very next show, they on, have an actual X Division match, like with the no, it was just a Fatal Three Way. Fatal Three does that mean one gets pinned, then it's down to two after that? No, it's, it was just a Fatal Three Way match. Oh. So winner, sudden death, whoever got the pin won. Which uh, Trey Miguel pinned El Fantasmo. So representing Bullet Club and getting pinned. Yep. Uh, it's El Fantasmo. <laughs> there's anybody notable, then I don't think that they would have got pinned. Uh, Bullet Club didn't have a good night at Bound for Glory. Also, it's fucking Impact. <laughs> this is New Japan. They probably would have dominated everything. But Trey, Trey Miguel walked out X-Division champion. And uh, on Impact Thursday night, he defended the title. Very first very first night as champion out of, out of the gate. Went against New Japan's Rocky Romero. For uh, what title? The X Division. Oh. He's Trey Miguel wants to be a fighting champion. So he won the match and then had another fight a match? On, on the on the weekly show. Oh. He uh defended the title against Rocky Romero. Uh walked out of that. Still champ. Then Steve Macklin came to the ring and destroyed him because Macklin wasn't pinned in the match, so he wants a shot at... Destroyed him. Oh, he did. He hung him upside down from the uh, turnbuckle and gave him a fucking spear from hell. The old tree of woe. <laughs> but, uh... This part's clever. <laughs> <laughs> Come but, on, you're too stupid to get out of the chair, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, take the stick out, dummy. No, she's too dumb to do that. That's why WWE and then, makes no fucking And then this sense. is how Mandy Rose is retarded because she just tried to pin her outside the ring in a street. falls in a street fight where they don't only, know Chucky's rules. You can, when, all, you can only pin him inside the ring. What I want to know is when's someone going to kill someone with a ruler? That happens in a Chucky movie. <laughs> See, weapons don't mean shit in WWE. She's also using the wrong end of that. Weapons don't mean stick, shit. By the way. Any fucking company. You see that she's holding it backwards. But since uh, <laughs> since Steve Macklin wants his title shot at. Trey Miguel, uh, Scott Demore made a four-way match, of course, for the number one contender to the X Division Championship, and Steve Macklin is one of them. Uh, I think Laredo Kid, Black Tarus, and um, shit, I don't remember the. Fucking talking about WWE having goofy ass names. What's a Black Tarus? Spanish. He sure means something. He's he looks like a minotaur. Like, he's a like mantar. Yeah, he's a luchador from AAA. See, now that makes sense. He's a luchador. He means he's a small guy dressed up like a minotaur. No, he's not a little dude. He's a fucking beast. <laughs> WWE not, did that shit. He's a big luchador. That was a major. Well, no, they did it both ways. They had mantar, well, and they also had fucking half uh, man, half tar. <laughs> what, what was the mini bull's name? Torito. Tor- El Torito. Yeah. But no, the only bad part about Impact is how it's. Like, Scott Demore makes matches t- instead of just letting the person have the fucking match. So now we're going to get to see a match next week that Steve Macklin's going to win instead of just putting Steve Macklin against Trey Miguel right out of the shoot. <laughs> so Interesting. Then back to Bound for Glory. You had the uh, Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. 
which uh, the demon showed up from WCW. Yeah, what the fuck's Dale Torborg? Dale Torborg, Torborg What's dude. He, doing, dude? he wasn't even a good wrestler then. He's got a long history with Impact. He was uh, fucking terrible. Dude. Him and AJ Pruszynski showed up the year the White Sox won the World Series because fucking he's the uh, he's defensive the, yeah, yeah. Con- defensive coach or so. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think he's a conditioner or something. I don't know. He works for the White Sox. It's ridiculous. Backstage. Dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, the demon. You don't remember that when? So AJ no, I don't Pru- want to remember it. AJ Pruszynski came out with the home plate and fucking smacked Jeff Jarrett with it. Yeah, I remember. Terrible. <laughs> that was good shit. Moose walked out of bound for glory. Uh, he won the call your shot gauntlet, so he got he gets a future shot at any title he wants at bound, or later on in Impact. Who does? Moose. I was hoping Morsi was going to win that thing, but he didn't. Yeah, Moose, he came out last, right? Yeah. yeah. Moose Moose turned on him. He was trying to throw out, I think, Chris Saban and. Uh, Moose just took them both over the top rope and they hit the floor. Because the Call Your Shot Gauntlet, you can, it's like a battle royal. People come out, you start with two, <coughs> start with two, then a minute later, somebody else comes out, a minute later, somebody else comes out, comes out, comes out. So it's a battle royal and that's over the top, or you can win by pin or submission. Huh. So basically, however, you can beat your opponent as long as they don't leave the ring, kind of. Yep. You could probably go through the middle ropes and be all right, but. And once Moose, once Moose eliminated Morrissey, and I think Saban, all he had left was Matt Cordona. And he ain't worth a piss. So, what are you talking about? He's got. Well, who are you talking about? He's got the biggest heat in wrestling Long right now. Island IZ. See you no, later. ain't nothing about that. He's the fucking universal no, spinnerweight he, he, champion. No, he lost that belt. Which right? He, yeah, he's no longer GCW champion. No, he's he, the GCW he, universal he, champion he, in his own. He mind. lost his internet right. title too, right? No, he won it back. Oh, see, he lost it for a while though. He's. <laughs> he's got his own belt he carries around though, the spinner belt he's the it's like the FTW GCW title it means nothing universal champion yeah a fake belt like the FTW ta- no, championship means nothing. I don't, dude he's the best he's thing that ever happened to he's that he's as much a champion as Ricky Starks is a champion no he's champion like million dollar man's champion he's fucking too good for the fucking league I don't he think that that belt's uh, brought them the most coverage they've ever gotten their entire lives well, maybe maybe no motherfucker no. had him throwing batteries at him and shit wow they hated him. They do they, that on the regular They'd have gave him a knife. They'd have stabbed his ass. He needs to th- they do that anyway in matches. He, he needs <laughs> no, to thank. Uh, he needs to thank John Moxley and Renee Paquette for getting pregnant. You see, oh, okay, <laughs> now, never mind. They must have had a bad camera shot. I was say she just no sold going through the table. She totally got up and then like started crawling out from underneath and then fell over and was like, "Oh, I died." All right, back to Bound for Glory. <laughs> <laughs> no sell, man. What a bitch. Uh, the Good Brothers walked out of Bound for Glory, still the tag team champions. They beat Fenjuice and Bullet Club. Well, so door can't be too shut then, can it? I say, does that mean that they're just impact? They're impact tag team champions. Right, so they're only on their well, I mean, that's exclusively their contract now, though, right? right? AEW yes, is they're, not. The Good Brothers are contracted with impact, mm-hmm. but they have it in their, they have a clause in their contract that they can work with Japan and it possibly AEW, I'm not sure. But I know they can work with uh, Japan. Hmm. Well, I mean, they haven't been on uh, Dynamite or anything for the last couple of weeks. So, And uh, Don Callis hasn't been on there either, really. Well, Don Callis is part of AEW. He's no longer with Impact. I'm just saying he hasn't been on there, though. So yeah, I, but I they just haven't, wondering if they haven't was... put Kenny. Well, I mean, Kenny's been, re- he's been wrestling. Well, yeah, but he's been wrestling uh, three and four-man tag matches. Don't mean nothing. 
Don Callis is kind of like their fucking Paul Heyman mouthpiece piece of shit. Fucking what about the old Cutler man. motherfucker? Has he been gone too? No, he's been on there. Cutler's no. been on there, and so is uh, what's we'll, his name? We'll talk about him in a little bit, possibly. Um, we got a brand new knockouts <laughs> women's champion. He said possibly. <laughs> Might cut that part out. I don't know. Uh, Mickey Mickey James walked out of Bound for Glory, the new women's champ. I think I called that one. Yeah, I, you did. I didn't. I said I didn't. Hardcore country, man. She was big in Impact. Oh, my God. Stop. And uh, now, this coming week on Impact. She has a couple music videos herself as well. Didn't they do a thing where James Storm killed her once, and then they saw, and then they dialed that shit back? I don't know. Shoved her yeah. in front of a train, yeah, and then they something. dialed that back? I don't know about a train, but. I thought he shows a subway at the track. I thought they showed, showed a video remember. of him shoving her in front of a subway track, and people thought it was real, and so they dialed it back and was like, oh, no, da, da, da. Right, she yeah. passed out and he saved her. <laughs> like, wait a minute. So there was weird video of him shoving her in front of a train or something. Yeah, it was something weird like storyline they were doing. It was like chasing through a mall or something. Yeah, like he was like stalking her, trying to like he was in love yeah, with her or something because yeah. she was hardcore country. Yeah. It was a very strange storyline, and he shoved her in front of a train or something. Yeah, and then they like, dialed it all back. Like we didn't, well, we're not, we didn't do that. What do you mean? It's not us. Well, Mickey James already defends her championship next week on Impact against uh, Madison Rain. You got the five-time knockout champion against the four-time knockout champion. So they they had a little scuffle in the ring, and you also had Caleb with a K in the ring with them. So. And you'd bring back Gail Kim. Uh, she's working as a producer. Yeah, well, fuck that shit. She's old. Not that Mad- old. in the Hall of Fame. Madison Rain actually came out to the ring. TNA Hall of Fame, maybe. Yeah. I don't mean nothing. Her. And, yeah, no, Madison Rain. and Kurt Angle. Where's but, the TNA Hall of Fame at? <laughs> TNA, which they also in the pre-show they or at no, the beginning of the show it's of, right here, Brent, in oh, our hearts. In our hearts, I'm pretty sure it's in Nashville, right? There ain't no motherfucking TNA Hall of Fame, dog. When yeah, it's as much it's of a, a TNA Hall of Fame. There's only like three there's a, of the motherfuckers. All I got to do is have a fucking. There's as much as a couple TNA, pictures in the hallway. There's as much of a TNA it's Hall a, of Fame as there is a WWE. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Though. It's a made up place. It's a place. Sure, that's why I said sure it's right in here, but it's right in here. Pretty sure it's realer than WWE. It's, it's when you close your eyes and go into that memory room and you walk down that long hallway of doorways and you, you open each of them up and then <laughs> and each and, and then one. Jeff Jarrett's in one. Ken Shamrock's in one. Fucking Mickey James is in one. Who else? Samoa Joe, I guess, is in one. Bully Ray's in one. Bully Ray's in one. For what? Bases and eights, I guess. He's an impact. Uh, Ain't none of them in the Hall of Fame, motherfucker. In the TNA Hall of Fame, they are? No, there's just three. Kurt Angle, Gail Kim, and fucking Awesome Kong. For sure, Jeff Jarrett's in there. I put, they put Ken Shamrock in there because the, Cham- the Rock did Ken his own Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Yeah, did do. Shamrock uh, was in there. I thought they put Samoa Joe in there, too. I don't know if he is, but I know Bully Ray's in there. And Bully's in there, too, I know, because he talked about it on the radio before, I'm pretty sure. But I was about to say, at the beginning of Bound for Glory, they put Awesome Kong in the Impact. So see, there's more than three in that motherfucker. I'm pretty sure Sting's in that bitch as well. Slow down, you're over there, young yonder. And then just to annoy Clint, to uh, Jordan Grace is the brand new digital media champion. She wanted it bound for glory. That's dumb. (laughs) Another title that's pointless. Right. Eight. There's eight people. Awesome. Awesome. Colin, Ken Shamrock, Abyss, Gail Kim, Earl Hebner, Jeff Jarrett, Kurt Angles, (laughs) and Sting. Earl Hebner. Uh, bully, bully's not on there. Huh. I thought he's. I thought he was. Nah, he's in WWE Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, but uh, they they always say that he's a two time Hall of Famer. So is he in it by himself and with the Dudleys? No, he's just with the Dudley Boys. So is he a ROH Hall of Famer? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Uh, going back to the Mickey James and Madison Rain, uh, Madison Rain came to the ring and started giving uh, Mickey James shit. And it's like, well, welcome back, Mickey, again. And then started talking about the pillar, like the type of pillars of TNA and talks about Gail Kim. Uh, oh, Team 3D is in as a group. So there's 10. So technically he is a two-time then. Two-time, two-time. But no, Madison Rain pretty much gets to give Mickey James shit because Madison Rain has always been with Impact or TNA wrestling yeah. and she's never left on like Mickey James. Yeah. So. Now Madison Rain, that's not the same one that dates Bully Ray, right? No, that's a... Uh, she doesn't wrestle yeah. anymore. Yeah, she's she she's on like a, she's on the commentary desk for NWA. Yeah, but she also what's he say? He said she she does like uh like workout videos basically, and people buy them, and then you know what I mean that type of stuff, it's personal training type shit. But yeah, no, she's also on the uh, commentary desk for NWA with uh, Tim Storm and uh, Joe, whatever his name is. Yeah, bullies at or they asked him every once in a while if she's gonna come back and wrestle. And he said probably never again. And then uh, to finish out, Bound for Glory, you had the Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander of the North. Alexander uh, won. The North. For the Impact World Championship, and Josh Alexander walked out of Impact or Bound for Glory as champion until Moose cashed in that. Uh, so he didn't walk out of no place. He didn't even make it out the fucking ring. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. <laughs> Until Moose uh, already cashed in his call your shot gauntlet. It's a headgear, bro. You can't so, have a champ holding headgear. Moose champion less time than Kane was. Right, yeah. And they wanted that to be coming and gone real fast. <laughs> you can't be champ looking like that. You look like C.W. Anderson. No, he does not. He, he does, too. He's got C.W. Anderson's a fat motherfucker with a horseshoe. This guy is the, fucking he athletic. Has a, the same exact outfit that C.W. Anderson wears. He's got call the wrestling singlet. C.W. fucking Steiner is what his name should be. <laughs> So Moose walked out of uh, Bound for Glory as your new World Impact Champion. Is he that third time, fourth time he's been champ? Yeah. First. I thought he was the World no, Champ a while ago. Champ Maybe that was TNA. And he, not was he was carrying yeah, around a he was carrying around a defunct TNA Championship belt. I thought he won. He it found it in the prop room and declared himself the TNA uh, World I thought Champion because we watched him lose it that one night. I thought me and you did. It was like a random impact. And you're like, oh, dude, we're just that Moose guy we heard about. And he ran to the ring. And he was so fucking tired when he got to the ring, he could barely wrestle. And I was like, this yeah, is the no, shit you got me watching. <laughs> he's, I don't think he's ever been world champion until Don like Glory. Ultimate Warrior and shit with all the armbands and all the crazy shit on him. But uh, he opened up Impact this week. And, That's definitely uh, his first reign, huh? Came to the ring and pretty much talked about that everybody knew that he was a shit heel. And uh, don't be surprised. <laughs> you shouldn't be surprised that he did what he did. To become the champ. That's not really a shit heel move. I mean, he won the call your shot and he you can cash in whatever you want, right? Yeah. Well, that I mean, he could have done something ignorant, like tried to go for the tag team titles. That's what he was talking <laughs> about, but he, uh. Oh, you left that out too, right? Didn't uh, Rhino came back and joined Heath, correct? Didn't that happen at Bound for Glory? Yeah, but I don't really care about that. Well, I mean, it's Rhino and Heath. You don't care about Rhino and Heath? We already knew that that was going to happen. No, I mean, he's got kids! It was a, sp a, sp a special it, guest. Okay. A and then secret. we talked about it last week. We had to bring it back up, right? And then, yeah, Heath. Okay, and then on Impact <laughs> this week. <laughs> Come Heath, on, how am I gonna know more indie much show than you? You don't. I just didn't care about that match. <laughs> uh, he said you don't. You're right. Uh, 
Heath and Rhino got left <laughs> laying in the middle of the ring this week on Impact because Eric Young is actually back from his ACL injury. Oh, Teach cool. sandwiches. I like Eric Young. Yeah, I'm glad he's back. Are you and telling me that you didn't care about none of that? It's like the three, one of the three biggest names in Impact right now. Eric Young? Eric Young, Rhino, and Heath Slater. They keep on talking about Braun, but he still ain't showed up yet. He hasn't showed up is yet. He, is he for sure an Impact guy, though? No. Hmm. It's just speculation. I seen a picture of him. And he was extremely out of shape, but I don't know if I'm not. I'm not, com- or... I'm not completely done with Impact yet, though. So I haven't got to that point to talk about Eric Young returning. Oh. Way to go! Way to ruin it. <laughs> fucking whole Impact, whole fucking Mindy Much Show reports ruined. Yeah, it's okay. I was you know good. what was missing from Bound from Glory though? Motherfucking Petey Williams. Yeah, Bound from Glory because Impact's never gonna get over. <laughs> bound for Glory. Well, that's because Petey Williams was getting a dark match. Yeah, try out for you WWE. know why because they okayed the canadian destroyer to be used in wwe so hey Petey, you can come try out now that's his move man and as soon as he uses it they're gonna be like oh that chick did it first no yeah. no she uh, didn't bad bunny did it first Petey williams did it bad first bunny did it first. and fucking on goddamn fox sports net it's not even a big move anymore though <laughs> no that's what i'm saying but it was when he mind-blowing when he, when he yeah so he did that shit it was like oh my <laughs> god what the fuck did he just do a spinning pile driver <laughs> was was that a, i think those were the, i think that shit happened at like lethal lockdown i don't know i just remember like just being like oh my god when i was a kid but like now you look at it and it's like eh. like it, it was impressive watching him do it because he was such a small guy i thought you know wow look at this little tiny fucker doing that you know i mean it came along at the time when they were ju- where they were banning uh pile drivers mm-hmm. and shit you didn't see it very often jerry king's the only one that could do it it's a go now so he's all right to be in wwe and it was just like boom. I'm ow. sure the pile driver's okay in any company besides WWE. Hopefully they let him do the little Steiner thing. You know he's a little Scott Steiner. Dressed <laughs> up with yeah, I'll bring Steiner back to be his manager. Little PD pump or whatever he's called. Little PD pump. Why not? They got fucking baby Steiner, so they go, could have go, going back to Moose's promo though. Because <laughs> PD Williams is the shit. Yeah. Yeah. We know. But uh, going back to uh, Moose, he cut a hell of a promo in the ring, talking about being the champ or whatever. Uh, stating all the other companies, right? That's yeah. Moose. That's Sta- a, that's stating a, uh, that's a fucking Moose. Looks like a Moose. Yeah, I know it is. You can't see it in his face, and you need to get out of here. You ain't they're, wrestling. They're I, they're actually chanting Uso right now. Yeah, they have to be. He's trying to be Umaga and Uso at the same time, though. But uh, Moose said, "It doesn't matter how elite you are." It doesn't matter what tribe you're chief to. It doesn't matter if you're the boss, woman, or the man, the king or queen. Hell, you can add a new day to the week. I'm still the greatest champion in all of professional wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) He said it like with authority, too. (laughs) That's funny. No one even knows his belt. Which, yeah. I had to get a Cheeto while you said that because that shit was so funny. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it was a good promo. No, that's fine. But he's not anybody's champion. He's not a known champion. He's not Are you a world me? champion. Impact fucking title it means nothing. more than it's on the way indie more history show. of AEW. Also, also it, before the promo, he it's was been around a year longer. Before the promo, he was attacked by Eddie Edwards and he fought off Eddie. Then after the promo, Josh Alexander slid out from the crowd and attacked him that way. Moose took off into the crowd. And then, oh, uh, see, Impact has a twenty four seven championship as their champion, anyways. Though, no, they don't. Well, yeah, they do. Anybody can win at any time. Tommy Dreamers run their company. Oh, he came back to the radio. You, by the way. Huh? he's back on the radio. By the way, is he mm-hmm. on busted open? Yep, he's back on the radio. Suspension has been lifted, which it kind of. Did they it, address it? Uh, not really, but 
what to me is strange that he was suspended at all because Howard Stern runs that radio company show. Like, have you heard? And have you anybody? I'm sure people that listen to the show, and you guys have heard the Howard Stern show before. I haven't heard it. He in should be suspended. He should be suspended on a daily that's, basis. Then yeah. that's why he moved his show to XM because he could do whatever he wants. That's what I'm right. saying. Busted Open's only on XM. So why did it doesn't make sense? Why the, well, the Tommy pod, was the podcast version of uh, Busted Open is available on Spotify. But still, I'm saying this doesn't make sense why it's he Howard got Stern. suspended, but Howard Stern... Is, I have never looked at Howard Stern. His shit's free reign to just say and do whatever he wants to people, but hey, Tommy, because you said you didn't care that Ric Flair did what he did, you gotta be suspended? That shit just didn't make sense to me. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, as Josh Alexander stood in the empty ring, uh, the music and video hit for The King, and Minoru Suzuki made his debut in oh, yeah, Impact yeah. Wrestling. Yeah. So Josh Alexander's not going to get a title rematch or go after Moose. He's going to he, he's going to segue off to Suzuki then. No, he tried to go after Moose and Suzuki spun him around and hit him in the face, and then they did so, the they did the forearms. So back Moose and, forth. and Suzuki are dogged up together now. Uh, they will be this hmm. this week on uh, Strange Bedfellows. This coming up show for Impact, you got a six man tag match. It's Moose, Morrissey, and Suzuki against Eddie Edwards, Matt Cordona, and josh alexander i see moose and morrissey getting into it because they can't get along and then they're going to be moose versus well, morrissey no, Mar- uh moose moose when he went up to morrissey or whatever to see if he'd be his partner he goes you knew i was going to turn on you he goes you would have turned on me right that's why in the match that morrissey's going to turn on moose but, and that's no be- he goes i mean that's two problems he's bit off he goes he goes you help me next week when we win the match, you get the first shot at the title. No way. Morrissey's kicking him in the fucking face. If not right after the match ends, then in the middle of the match, he's leaving Moose in the middle land, and he's going to get pinned, and then it'll be Morrissey and Moose next This day is the most speculation you can have out of a championship match. Like, I'm telling you, they did it right. Like, he's got two problems now. He's got Josh Alexander on his ass, and he's got Morrissey on I bet his it ends ass. up being Alexander and Suzuki. He also has Eddie Edwards and Matt Cordona, too. I bet it's, I bet it's Alexander and Suzuki and fucking the two big dudes clashing finally because i mean morrissey's i would say one of the more popular guys but right then now. uh when Mo- moose went up to suzuki pretty hard though right but i'm saying he's been on that revival tour and he has yeah. been but moose uh went to suzuki and asked him if he would be the third partner or whatever and all he had to say was alec josh alexander's in the match and, and suzuki was down and if he wins then that means you could get fucking uh there's uh, a huge, there's like fucking 15 possibilities of yeah. who it could be. Yeah. Is this dude trying to be Cesaro? The back of the crowd here? Back of the crowd. And he's dressed up like he's Hugh Hefner. Does Cesaro dress like that? Oh, no, no, he that's just Duke. looks like a dude just in his face and his body and the way he walks. Like, oh. No, that's, that's, Duke. that's Duke Hudson. He looks like he wants to be Cesaro, that's all. <laughs> he's uh, He was Brandon, Brandon Fink. <laughs> they should have uh, kept was, him with that name. He was partnered with uh, Shane Thorne for a while. Old Shane Thorne. Is that T-Bar? No, nah, he was my. He was the. He was, he was Slapjack. Yeah, he was Slapjack. He was, oh. the, he was the actual best member of the group. They probably should have put him in charge, and they might still. Be He's on the video right game. I'm pretty sure. No, not a Slapjack. He's just Shane Thorne. Right, right, right. We used him in that twenty two K twenty or whatever. Everybody hated well, Mia. Him. Mia Yim's good too, and we haven't seen her forever either. No, her mask fell off in the ring, bro. She fucked <laughs> yeah. up. She ain't gonna be back on she, TV. Yeah, uh, she tugboated it. Oh, she don't want to be next. <laughs> she don't want to be next to Bearcat and have her shit ruined too. She already ain't that good of a wrestler as it is. She got in trouble, right? And then, and take then time since off, uh, take care of Keith Lee depends on he, COVID. Yeah, Vince McMahon don't like people to take time off. 
I'm pretty much officially moving NXT to the Indie Mud Show now, too, because oh, that's what it's turned into. shit. So. Crazy. Look how many people are in the crowd. Yeah, there's a banana. It's definitely the an Indie same Mud amount show. of people that are at Impact. Dude, that's a <laughs> banana, which means it has to be a fucking. Remember the Banana Rama fucking. Or not Banana Rama, but the b- b- Bananas and Pajamas tag team in the well, TNA? They, they, <laughs> they just brought all these people out from the uh, Halloween party backst- backstage. It was a real thing. You remember Bananas and Pajamas tag team? No. The two dudes that were dressed up like bananas in pajamas and were tag team, they were part of the fucking original TNA when it first started. They were bananas in, they had the bananas in pajamas. The that, those are the, the dudes that were the dicks. No, it was, it had, they had, those dudes wrestled too, and they wore flesh-colored outfits right. with fucking combat boots, and then they had bananas in pajamas as well. I don't know who the dudes were. God damn it. Fucking Brent, hilarious, you get dude. get this motherfucker back on track? Straight gimmicks. So moving to Googling NXT's the Andy Mud Show now, he said. So Halloween Havoc, then? So we're moving to NXT Halloween Havoc. <laughs> We've been talking about this whole time anyway. Well, that's because Clint put it on the TV. Hey, I didn't want to. So kicking off Halloween Havoc, you had uh, special appearances from Chucky. Since they have the new series on USA and Has sci-fi. anybody seen that? Yeah. Have you watched it? Is it any good? I watched the very first episode. I thought it was pretty good. I don't do TV shows for things like that. I think it's dumb to have a horror TV show, especially on regular TV. The first episode wasn't bad. And then after that, most of the time, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch something else after NXT. And so I just changed the channel. Chucky looked extremely cartoony for me to even halfway take seriously. Oh, shit. Uh, we don't oh we don't oh own none of the what he's trying to play. That's <laughs> him yeah. by himself, leave the two of us out of whatever lawsuit's coming. That's YouTube. This guy was going to see you. Oh, he might. He was... <laughs> <laughs> Only if he's one of our 30 listeners. Someone else hear it and fucking send it to him in an so. audio clip more fucked. <laughs> All right. Uh, Halloween Havoc kicked off with the uh, Scareway to Hell ladder match. For the NXT Women's Tag Team that Championships. Was a, that was a decent match. Is it the original Chucky voice? Yeah, it's actually... Uh, the dude that does the voice on the yeah, thing. Because you know in the new movie it was Mark... Or not Mark. Mark yeah, it was, yeah, Mark, it was Hamill, Mark Hamill. Right? Yeah, uh, Brad... Uh, Brad whatever is coming. He's back playing the voice of Chucky. Interesting. I can't watch it. He looks too cartoon. I see a preview and it made me laugh. And I was like, how can I be scared of something like that? Too cute. You had uh, Toxic Attraction, the team of Gigi Dolan and J- or JC Jane. The banana head looks flattened for some reason, though. Against. Have you uh, ever seen this shit? Bananas in Pajamas? Disco Inferno versus the Bananas in Pajamas. They had a tag team title show one. They even spelled it with a, a, a Y. Yeah, so it ain't. <laughs> no, because bananas and pajamas was a cartoon on Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, I remember bananas and pajamas. Yeah, that was the they came out the to stars. that they came out to that Dick, music, Dick's but trying without to get a the suit again. <laughs> they came out to the music without the words. It was the same kind of similar tone, dancing they're, around and shit. <laughs> he's doing Hulk Hogan shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but their bananas are smashed or something. What the fuck? Oh my gosh! I can't believe I just. Did that? You didn't you know do about... that to me all the time. I didn't know nothing about the Lions Den matches. Yeah, he never knew a Lions Den match was until fucking I started telling. He's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Watch this shit, dude." And he was like, "What the fuck?" The uh, Shamrock and Owen Hart. The one I showed you was a really good one, and there was another one after Jericho, that with right? uh, Shamrock and Steve Blackman. Oh, that Steve was good. Blackman, and then yeah. Jericho and Shamrock had another one that wasn't. wasn't good. Steve Blackman though was well, he was back, the shit. Well, back to the Scareway to Hell ladder match. Yeah, Toxic Attraction against Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, who are the champs. Tag team ladder match. And then you had Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. Um, 
I was impressed by the ignorant name of, well, I don't like her ignorant name, Persia Parada, but she was the best wrestler in the match, I felt like. I mean, we just watched it maybe seven or eight minutes ago, ten, maybe. You're saying that she was better than you? Yeah. I think she looked like she was the best one in the match to me. You popped for that you know, moonsault, though. It was, because when she, she did it mean, it was like, I'm trying to hurt you yeah, real she quick. Came, she came down with like four <laughs> fours right, yeah. on, right, right on her head. Yeah, she did. She looked like she was trying to hurt somebody. And then you had the botch from Zoe Stark on the uh, 450 splash and fucked up her knee. Yeah, it looked like she was going to tear it off. That's how uh, people get their legs broke. What the fuck are those guys doing? <laughs> Or what doing? Squats. They got no. Oh, they got yeah. guys outside the ring dressed like fucking wrestlers from high school. Them two dudes, the Asian guys. Yeah, that's uh, Kashida and, and the dude who wears the pictures on his own coat. Yep. Um, <laughs> he can't even is do it, it. Is he Jiro? J- yeah, Jiro. Uh, he, he doesn't matter. Is what he is. He's a gimmick. He's, he's not choppy, gonna, choppy pp. He's not no choppy, it. no choppy, choppy <laughs> pp. They don't do that no more. Uh. Toxic Attraction walked out as the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Yeah, they were barely in the match. Hey, <laughs> all that matters is if you're the one that pulls the title off yeah, the freaking yeah. thing at the top of the ring. It was more Yeo and Indy and the other two chicks, and then the other two hopped in basically at the very end and just stole the belts and won. That's because because they're the least experienced, which makes no sense. Why well, that's what champs. I was about to say. That's because they Whoa. they look good, but they don't wrestle good yet. That's why they're on NXT 2.0. Are you talking about the chicks with the butt cheeks and the other one with the boobs? Don't yeah. Don't wrestle good yet? No, no. That Persia Parada wrestled, I thought, like I said, I thought she was the best one in the match, but the two, the what, what are they, Toxic Attraction? Those two were barely in the match at all and then ended up winning at the end, but I think it's because they're so least experienced. But then again, like I said, I don't know why you would fast-track that group to having all those title belts if they got zero experience. Because but, later on in the night, I'll just skip ahead. To the uh, well, actually, I don't really have to skip ahead because the next match was that. Yeah, <coughs> you had a match with Joe Gacy that wasn't worth talking about. Other than the fact that they're redoing a storyline from fucking the late eighties, early nineties, but what the fucking because he Parker Boudreaux. Yeah, with the fucking the prisoner guy that came out. I can't remember what that dude's name James. was. Was it that's that same? Was it the same yeah. James gimmick? He ended and, up fucking uh, punching Vince McMahon and getting fired. Nails, not chains. Nails, nails, nails. nails. Yeah, that's right. That and was then, the same uh, exact gimmick, bro, except he had numbers on his fucking he jacket. He was the key witness for the prosecution at fucking Vince's steroid trial. And it, it makes me sad and, uh, that they, they can't... just noted like, it, that it was a, a former employee being bitter, and that's how Vince fucking won the steroid trial. You, you can tell that, like, at the meetings, they just sit around and watch, like, old school Peacock or 80s WWE, and they're like, you know what? We should just redo this gimmick. No one's going to know. You're just sucking dick of fucking... No, I was not. CM Punk and fucking... GG Allen fucking for throwing a couple Darby spots Allen. in a match that looked like a it Bret was the Hart same match. fucking shit. It was it the same match. Was, there was some spots in it that were the same, but it's not the exact. It wasn't the exact same match. Dude, they showed up next to each other, uh, like fucking maybe a minute and a half, not the whole match. It was more than that. But besides that, fucking, we're talking about gimmick infringement. No, I'm just talking about a dude wearing a fucking. No, yeah. I you see think it. you think Chains is the only one that's ever wore a fucking. I seen it. Jumper to the fucking ring before. It's nails, but no, I nails. seen, I seen, I seen what is a, gonna transpire that, and it's not gonna be good TV at all. And I feel bad for him for starting his wrestling career out like that. You seen it with the fucking volume turned down out I, of context. Exactly. I don't need to see make a comparison to fucking nails. I because that's the exact same shit that he did no, when he came in. No, it's just a big in. guy with a bald head, motherfucker. 
One time. No, no, the same thing. Three seconds. He came in and did the exact same shit. I know, for months upon months upon months, and that's what you remember. This motherfucker did it for three seconds, and you have no idea what was even said. He's going to keep doing it for months and months. He didn't say nothing. Guy just hugged him and How told him. How do you know him, that? You have the fucking volume down. I've been watching. Look, I got the fucking subtitles on. That doesn't mean you caught it. Motherfucker, you can't it read showed it. showed it. And it said, look, MSK, da-da-da, right there. It tells you who's saying what. I've been reading. I can read. Fuck out of here. You're dyslexic. Don't mean I can't read. <laughs> All right, Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Mandy Rose. She the... came out looking like the female American badass on a fucking RoboCop's motorcycle. Yeah, you already pointed that out earlier. I couldn't. And then the, the chair shit with the kendo stick. Uh, my problem with it was just Mandy Rose going through the table and then no selling the shit out of it. Goes through the table and then gets right up and takes two steps and then lays back down again. Like, no, nah, man, you just ruined the whole match doing that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, man. The fucking, they spun Chucky's wheel and he gave him the old fucking... Chucky street fight. Chucky street fight. And then it just wasn't a street fight, really. I mean, they did their best. Oof. And Mandy Rose technically did not beat Raquel Gonzalez. Dakota Kai defeated. <laughs> I mean, it was a street fight, so everything's legal. I'm, I don't know if the shovel was supposed to break or if it didn't, but it was bent like hella crazy after she hit her with it and got in the ring, and it looked like they had it taped together like it should break, and it didn't. So there's that, but I'm glad Dakota Kai's back. And uh, Mandy Rose has her first championship in WWE. I think Raquel Gonzalez is probably going to go to the main roster, and then it'll be like Dakota Kai. She, uh, she did wrestle a dark match at SmackDown last night. Yeah. I think it'll be Dakota Kai and Mandy Rose and all them going at each other. Because people actually cheered last night when Dakota Kai showed up and hit her with the shovel. I watched it on the Facebook thing. Or not last night, but Tuesday night. And then... Uh, I thought you said Imperium fucking lost, Jack. No. MSK lost. So I was right. Them bitches did win. Yeah. I I was said I was the one that was wrong. Oh, I thought you said the Imperium or MSK won. So, nice. Then Little Oose made his debut. Yeah, he did. Solo Sequoia. That's a dumb name, but I'm glad that he came out and dominated Soika, the ring like right? No, it's Sequoia. Sequoia, like the tobacco? I guess. I don't know. Still, still all in like with these names, buddy? It's spelled. Sequoia Cinnamon Ice. What's wrong with him being an Oose? Spelled, spelled C, or it's S-I-K-O-A. What's wrong with him being an Oose, though? So that means the last three would be Koa, or Koya. What's wrong with him being a noose? What's wrong with him being a sequoia? Exactly. <laughs> Either way, he was the street fighting champion of Hawaii for years. Sure. <laughs> you grew with a up name on, like sequoia, you'd have grew, to be everyone would want to be He grew up on the streets. He's got his ankles taped. Right. So he beat up Umaga. He, he beat up L.A. Knight and Grayson Waller. Right. Who were both dressed like vampires. Right, right, right. <laughs> then you got Beth Phoenix trying to be Maleficent there. Oh, is that what she's doing? I have no idea. Oh, she's got she's double got horns, horns on. on her headset. Oh, she does, doesn't she? See, I'm not even paying attention to her. Not important. <laughs> I like the Frankenstein shirt, though. Then you had MSK and Imperium, which we already said that Imperium walked out with the tag team championships. <laughs> what? His hair's so comb so nice. I don't get that either. Who? Chucky, his hair's like comb super nice. <laughs> he just got that doll right now today for this thing. Well, it's too nice. His hair was never that nice in the movies. Well, that's because half the time he lived in a goddamn garbage can. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> do you have a favorite Chucky kill from any of the movies? Probably the hammer in the first one. Hammer in the first one. What about you? I've never watched any of them. No, you, you've never seen a Chucky movie. No, it's so fucking stupid. Why would that, you watch right? A Chucky that's movie? the type of shit you should be showing to your kid because it's so ignorant that it's fucking good. I'm gonna say when he kills the dad in the first episode of the uh, TV show when yeah. he just 
spews out water out of his mouth and electrocutes him. I'm not saying to you. I do like when he kills the teacher with the ruler, though. That's why I said that shit. Anybody gonna die by a ruler? He does, dude. Like, she's in the back of the closet and she opens up the door and he, like, fucking flies out at her like a million miles an hour and bucks her in the chest and knocks the wind out of her back onto the desk and then takes a ruler and just fucking beats her to death with him. He's laughing and shit the whole time. Movies used to scare the shit out of me when I was a little kid, man. My, my wife <laughs> my wife is still afraid of Chucky. My brother had the My Little Buddy or whatever, very similar to Chucky, and just that with the little pitter-patter of the feet running around the background, and the one dude's like... My my mom still has My my Buddy doll. Yeah, dude, no. <laughs> no. I had Teddy Ruxpin, but that My Buddy shit had to go as soon as we had a chance. Yep, no, my mom still has the one that I had when I was little. Spooky. But uh, then, uh, yeah... Imperium and MSK is exactly what it, it was. It was a big, strong, fucking brute team against the High Flyers. Imperium locked out tag team champs. It was also a lumberjack. Lumber, it was yeah. a lumberjack match. Halloween lumberjack match, and if you want to call it, there was bananas and clowns and cheeseburgers. Every, and, every match on the show had a uh, gimmick besides the main event, which was Tommaso Champa. No, there was a gimmick in the main event, and the gimmick goes by the name of Breaker with two Ks. Oh, okay. What the main event was Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT championship. What we're getting ready to watch right now. Yeah. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa retains the NXT championship. Great. Thanks for ruining it. Turn it off. All right. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> you are pretty disappointed by that, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it made me cry a little. <laughs> I told you guys that was going to happen. It ain't it, even a pay-per-view, dog. It, it upset me so much that I watched Scream 2 right afterwards. <laughs> Not even a pay-per-view. Which I searched for it through all the things. And it's like, oh, you can watch it on Pluto. And I put it on Pluto and it was speaking in Spanish to me. I'm like, well, I'm not watching Scream 2 in Spanish. <laughs> they need to give Breaker a lead pipe and some sunglasses and tell him so to gotta, come out and start talking about his freaks and his peaks. So I got like a month free trial of AMC Plus through uh, Amazon Prime. So I watched it on that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're AMC on Shutter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you got that AMC Plus, there's scary movies coming through that bitch all the time. Good ones. Uh, they made they made Braun Breaker look real strong in this match. Oh, real strong. Well, it, dude, he's fucking Breaker he's explosive, with two man. K's roar. And he dresses like the Ultimate Warrior. It, uh, it took a DDT you on the concrete. You can make all you want, dude. He fucking his grill press slams fucking tight. He's fucking roar. explosive. He's fucking way better than Adam Cole. Look, I'm not winning fucking. the belt later tonight. See this? I'm just not coming home with me. Uh, it took it took a. Uh, DDT on the concrete outside, three yeah. knees to the he face. Get and the old guy confused, or the big guy confused after going too big for being a big guy. The big guy. Yeah, he got the big guy award for the night. Do you think he's better than the other big guy? I'm just saying. He what took was a, he doing right there? He took a DDT. Was he breaking the chains or pooping his pants? <laughs> he was doing both. Oh, I pooped myself. At least he's not happy right now. Look, no, she just shit himself. Why would you be happy about that? <laughs> Shit my pants a little. But no, DDT outside on the concrete, three knees to the face, and two fairy tale endings later. He on the concrete. Does he to- does he tear the fucking tarp back and actually hit him on the concrete? See, yeah. they're going total fucking eighties WWE. And it was it's not on shit. top. It's not on top of the head either. It's like a straight like onto his forehead. Yeah, and they were trying to redo the fucking eighties. It's Jake the Snake type. As soon as I see a motherfucker come out in polka dots, I'm turning the shit off and never watching it again. And then you got Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa looking like motherfucking... God of War, dog. Kratos, huh? So he, him and old boy from Dark Order must be in contact with each other. Yeah, the, the, yeah <laughs> since one went with blue and the other one went with red. 
Well, he's uh, Kratos from the uh, newer one, right? With the fucking Vikings and shit. Not Kratos from the original God of War with the Red. Or they was just like, Chompa, you don't look enough like him, so doing something different, Jack. Is like, is this just his Halloween costume? Yeah, I hope yeah. so. If he starts doing all the regular <laughs> someone's That's going to fucking sue them for copyright. Yeah, it's Tommaso Ciampa coming out being the God of War to prove to Breaker that he's the best there is. I mean, he looks pretty cool. So if he did that all the time, I wouldn't be mad. But he's already—I <laughs> mean, he's ripping somebody else off, so he can't. But it would be cool Everybody if that was rips something off every game. Nah, this is ripped st- that's straight God of War. He'll, that, he'll get sued. Champa right on his. Sony shit. would eat their ass if they sued them. The uh-huh. Japan would own WWE. So moving on, actually not moving on. Uh, do you think uh, this uh, ring announcer for is that a bark? Uh, that Bart. that guy, uh, they fired the weather guy, right? Or not her, uh, the dude from SmackDown, right? That yeah, that's guy. what I was about to say. Is she going to move up to replace Greg Hamilton nah. that they released earlier this week? Probably not. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, who knows? They, they're they strange. They, you never know. You might Michael Buffer might be on that bitch next week. They're That'd trying to get awesome. SmackDown over us. Well, well, that would be awesome. I think it would be cool if he came into the main events like back in the day. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Tony Khan ain't already paid him. What he wants anyway. Even if they got Bruce to come and do it uh, from UFC and shit, that would be cool. I mean, is, I, I don't know. I think that's is are they cut? Dave, are they actually brothers? For the, so that's a uh, Dave Pencer does. Yes, but uh, they didn't grow up together. Brothers are, are like, so check this out. One's from Pennsylvania and one's from the fucking west side of the. I don't remember where, but it was I think Los Angeles. Uh, 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 the one from WCW back in the day. Which one's that? Michael. That's Michael. So he became famous as a boxing uh, announcer or whatever. Bruce was working in Pennsylvania as like a fucking plumber or carpenter or some shit. And I was like, oh, I got my last name. Or he's got my same last name, blah, blah, blah. And like wrote him a letter and was like, he's like, hey, I'm Shane. What is it? Michael. No, Michael and Bruce. It's Buffer. Buffer. Like, I'm a Buffer too, blah, blah, blah. And we kind of look alike. Went and got a DNA test, found out they were brothers. He was like 35 years old or whatever. What and then the fuck? Michael gave Bruce, got him going on fucking announcing and shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I know they said it was like a million dollars to hire the But then the also, for, or I said it while you guys were talking, but Dave Penzer is the announcer for Impact, hmm. who also used to do what? WWE for quite a while. Yep. Yeah. He was actually a pretty good ring announcer, to be honest with you. And I don't know why they released him. Oh, probably because they had Lillian. And then they also had um, Bray Wyatt's wife for a quick minute, and then they got rid of her. Well, are we ready to move on to... Uh, they go through ring announcers like butter on toast. <laughs> I think we're going to move on to uh, WWE, so that's the end of the Andy Mud Show report. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, Monday Night Raw kicked off. You had... Uh, the main event ended up being a four-way match between... Uh, you just skipped right to the well, main Well, no. You always yell at me for that. How the show started, I'm telling you what the main event ended up being oh, based off you. of how the show started. I gotcha. It ended up being a uh, four-way match between Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Finn Balor. A ladder match for a contract. Uh, winner becomes number one contender to Big E. Uh they uh big Ernesto. <laughs> so the show actually started with uh Big E coming out. Talking about being the WWE champion. Oh yeah. Kicking kicking off Raw. Cut a twenty minute promo that made no sense. 
No, he got interrupted by Seth Rollins. Oh, he didn't fuck any chairs? No. That's too bad. Seth Rollins came out. He's a serious champ, isn't he? Is he Messiah again? Monday Night Messiah? No, not yet. He's just Rollins with weird jackets. Yeah, he's the king of drip. Fucking idiot. I think that's why they made uh, Johnny have a moist TV or whatever, because you got Seth Rollins as the king of drip. <sighs> too many talk shows and TV shows for these motherfuckers, man. But uh, Seth Rollins <laughs> came out and was like, I'm on Monday Night Raw and I want my title shot or whatever because the Tribal Chief was too afraid to wrestle me on SmackDown. You probably was. I'm not taking a fall to you, brother. Uh, <laughs> then right after that, we got the 619 music. and me, bro. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio came out and talked about being a former world champion and all that stuff, too. <laughs> of course he did. So, I used to be champ, you know. Sure you did, Ray. So if anybody deserved a title shot, it would be. should be Ray because he used to be. Yeah, because he oh. wants he wants one more one more title or he wants one more run with that title. Bet you Dominic fucks him out of it. I wish that Rey Mysterio would have a fucking storyline other than so, I used to be champion and you should give me one more title shot, just one more. So I'm gonna retire. I'm telling you, Dominic turns on him and steals his mask. We Did they go un- to the same we get show together? Unmasked Rey. Yeah, we get unmasked Rey. How does that and happen? The Prince Mysterio. They were drafted together. Why? Because they were uh, they're they're dog. technically a tag team. That's fucking stupid. His son's never gonna make it, ever. Well, we'll talk. We'll <laughs> talk about Dominic here in a minute. He was he was on Raw, but uh, right after Ray came out and wanted a title shot, we got we got to Finn Balor, and he came out and he, him he he goes, I'm a two time NXT champion. I mean, I've been an Intercontinental. I've been <coughs> in the United States. He goes, I was the first ever <coughs> Universal champion. So I mean, kind of, I should be <coughs> the one who gets a title shot next. Then KO's music hit, and KO comes out being a smart ass. He's like, well, if we're all running through our accolades, he's like, I've been the NXT champion, too. He goes, I've had that belt, I've had that belt, I've had this belt, too. So, Sonya Deville came out and uh, said, we'll just have a four-way. And she said, I've never won a belt at all. <laughs> yeah, but she... But I'm glad to be out here amongst all you former <laughs> title holders. Uh, no, so, since Adam Pierce is still feeling the effects of the uh, fuck, man? Brock Lesnar... I'm glad I didn't watch any of this because I would have been turned it off. I've by got now. a couple questions and one statement. Motherfuckers out there talking about what they used to have. Did he come out as Prince Balor? Well, yeah, I mean the Prince. It said on the, on the no, it's still, it said Finn Balor. Didn't it? No, that's done, bro. His video still says Prince, but that's what I was asking on the Titan Tron yeah, or whatever. Give him Prince. a couple weeks, it'll change. <laughs> oh my God, he just botched off the rope, and you guys was fucking over here trying to sell this motherfucker like he was the greatest shit of all time. I mean. He just slipped on, fell off the motherfucking rope. Yeah, he, he loses his footing in the match. They ain't gonna <laughs> show it to you because they ain't gonna want you to remember it. But I'll fucking go back and find yeah, it for you. Probably should rewind that. But uh, Sonya Deville made a four-way ladder match for the number one contender to Big E. Um, and then right after that, we got a number one contenders match for the tag team championships between the Dirty Dogs. The Alpha Academy and uh, the Street Profits. I don't know any of the, the Dirty Dogs. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Oh, I nope. Womp. <laughs> oh, and you want him to be the champion. Good Lord. <laughs> he, was bark- he was barking like a dog right before that. Alpha Academy is Otis and Chad Gable. Oh, I don't like that tag team. Man, I tell you what, he goes to the main roster with that attitude. He ain't going to go why would they? Why did they fucking get rid of Tucker and make him a tag team person anyway? Otis? Yeah. 
I have no. Well, because they Chad, fucking done ruined that whole entire dude's Chad, career with Chad their Gable made him focus and be more like. Him, they're more, in, they're friends in real life too. Actually, they live right next door to each other. Well, Shit, Otis, so. Otis was like an actual like Greco yeah, type yeah. wrestler. They knew each other before WWE. He was on uh, my uh, my brother in law actually wrestled against Otis's team in college. Tucker, or uh, Tucker, Otis was on, Jer- uh, not Jericho's one, podcast, but Corey Graves. One of the few times that my brother-in-law was actually home, uh, SmackDown was on, and Otis came out, and he's like, oh, I know that dude. <laughs> and uh, he he was on uh, Corey Graves' podcast, uh, Otis was. Oh, that was and, a pretty hard DDT right And there, he said too. that him and Chad knew each other from competition, and then when they when he came to WWE, he didn't know Chad Gable was coming to WWE, and they kind of ran into each other, and like, oh, you're here? And he's like, oh, well, you're here too? And then I guess wherever Chad Gable lived at in Florida was like a terrible neighborhood. He's like, I've got like the most ro- low rent place he could find. And fucking, he said that fucking, uh, he was like, well, I don't know anybody down here. So he's like, I wanted to find an apartment. He's like, so I just got one right, right across the hallway from him. So he's like, we're both in this fucking terrible part shit, of the town. Together. <laughs> he goes, but at least I had him right across the hallway from me. So I think that's kind of what it is too. Cause they're friend, like pretty good friends outside of wrestling. But yeah, dude, Otis's whole fucking shit got, ruined i mean i don't uh, yeah, care to not, watch him or well, see he's him not or, a he's not a gimmick anymore he's like well, a, he, i don't think he was in, in to me he wasn't in the he, first place he doesn't do his oh yeah and all that super, like he's just like he just shirt. comes through the ring and destroys people right like they he, you can't sell a shirt on that oh yeah shit you could sell a shirt on and he was i feel like he was over yeah. and they kind of killed it with the, he had the lunch boxes the money in the bank contract he could have had a small little fucking ignorant championship run like they've done with fucking a thousand other motherfuckers except his shit no, let's give the title to the miz except his shit probably would have looked halfway competent in the ring no i mean his shit would have looked halfway competent in the ring versus like fucking giving it to somebody like great Kali who fucking couldn't even bend over <laughs> bend over and tie his own fucking shoes you know what i mean i'm just saying wwe's got a lot more ignorant shit with their championship belts and giving him the title, they could have gave him the title and then turned him heel, and he could have been just as effective. You know what I mean? But whatever. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode walked out as the new number one contenders to RK Bro. Um, which then later the dirty on, dogs. Yeah, the dirty dogs been playing too much Metal Gear Solid is what they've been doing. They they finally gave him a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, that's good. After people bitch that Dolph Ziggler doesn't have a single T-shirt on yeah. WWE show. Yeah, I've got one in my closet right now. He should be a. It's a pink shirt that says, "You wish you could pull this off." He should be a, in the championship uh, talks too. Could have been, should have been. He wasn't too busy fucking around being a tag team one. He's trying to be Shawn Michaels. You don't think they'll give him another one eventually nah. ever? Nope. No, I do not. Hmm. I, don't I think do, they have zero I do confidence think they, in Dolph Ziggler. They finally gave Queen Zelina her uh, coordination because she got drafted to Monday Night Raw. That's why they didn't do a coordination for her on SmackDown. I forgot I she think, went to. I think the only people that have confidence in Dolph Ziggler at this point are porn are Pornhub because they, <laughs> they keep tweeting him trying to offer him a job and he keeps a, a violent like turning them down. But, he's, well, but he brother, says that. But he says I keep. I see you guys though. I see you, but I can't do that. His brother wrestles for AEW. He's got a shot there. Nah. His brother kind of shows up every once in a while. I don't know if he wrestles. Yeah, he's, well, yeah he wrestles. He's fucking with dipshit, ain't he? Dipshit. Or no, I seen him wrestle dipshit Orange Cassidy. He lost. I yeah. think to Orange he's, Cassidy. He's one of the wingmen. Oh, is he? He's yeah. not a nobody in AEW, bro. He's just trying to look like his brother. But uh, Zelina Vega had her queen coronation. And then right after that, she had a match against Dewdrop. 
And actually beat Dewdrop again. Yeah, and they got to make her look strong. Got to choose the queen, damn it. Isn't that she what the cheated. Last match she was? cheated. Of course she did. Of course she did. She's going to be a ruthless and evil queen. Yeah, of course. Like Cersei from fucking Game of Thrones. What is going on you here? You know how to do it, right? Yeah, of course I do. So. <coughs> oh, did you, yeah. did you see the DDT? Yeah, he got yeah. busted open the hard way like a dummy. Like his teeth are bleeding. Yeah, he's about to take three knees. Well, I mean, he fell on his face early. It's kind of probably like <coughs> learning scars and shit. Dude, he's took a couple fights. He took a DDT on the fucking apron. And his teeth are shit. bleeding. <laughs> they are. And now, uh, right after the Zelina Vega and Dewdrop match, uh, you, had, you had Becky Lynch coming out to talk about how she was victorious at Crown Jewel and all that, and she's the best. Gets to be interrupted by Bianca Belair again. She the best. She's the man. Bianca Belair came out and was like, I'm the EST at the BST. Spend my yeah. thing and twirl and do my little dance. Yeah, and her. Oh, whole, child. Oh, girl. And her thing was uh, she no. wasn't the one that got pinned, so she deserves a sh- shot at the title. So. I like Bianca Butler, but there's too much of that go happy fucking, you the best? No, uh-huh. no, no. You the best, girl. You the best. Ooh, She's no, an inspiration no. to me. You the best. She's the fastest it's just and the strongest. If you're getting beat up like that, you need to have and some the attitude est- when you come and out. And she's the estest. She's been impressive to me. She's about the only yeah, thing I've yeah, liked. Yeah, no, I ain't taking nothing away from her, but there's no attitude there. <laughs> you can't be that happy when you're fucking getting fucked over like that left and right. Uh, next week on Raw, she gets a title shot against Becky, I'm pretty sure. She ain't gonna win. And then they uh, repackaged Damien Priest. Damien uh, Priest had a match uh, against T-Bar. They changed his... Uh, Does he still do the stupid arrow shit? No, he doesn't. I might be good. might be an improvement. And is an attitude change. Uh, he won the match by disqualification, and then just flipped his shit and destroyed T Bar outside the ring after the match was over. It's, it's T Bar. Scott Hall in it. T Bar is so, already not a fucking face, so who cares? Then we got a we got another rematch for like six weeks straight between Liv Morgan and uh, Carmella, so they both got moved to Raw. And she's still wearing that dumbass face protector against Carmella or against Liv Morgan. <laughs> so now we get to listen to Corey Graves talk about uh, Carmella. It was better when they were on separate shows, so we didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had uh, Keith Bearcat Lee against Cedric Alexander. How's that shit going with him, Bearcat? He's looking strong. They changed his music again, too. People, people don't hate it, though, right? No. It's like a, they don't love it. They don't <laughs> hate it, though, either. But they don't love it. Oh, he he's sitting over there loving it. Loving every minute of it. Who is? <laughs> you. I'm just, I'm just giving you, you shit. You like Keith Lee now? Not with what they're doing with the shit? No, I ain't liked him since he came to the main roster. Bearcat's a throwback to... Oh, they've sweet. repackaged Damn, him, right? Throwback it, throwback. He ain't the, he ain't the fucking uh, Frasier no more. I don't care. I still don't like it. <laughs> Then you had a. Then we went to a backstage segment where Austin Theory tried to uh, talk to Rey Mysterio, and Dominic, Dominic got pissed off about it. So then they had a match, and Austin Theory fucked up Dominic Mysterio. Austin Theory's the shit, bro. I haven't seen him yet. He's the future. The uh, dogs got their title match <laughs> against RK Pro two hours after they won it. Is it just the dogs now? It's not the dirty. The dogs dirty anymore? dogs. I'm yeah, it's say. still the dirty dogs. Uh, Dirty dicking around. Randy and Riddle retained, of course. And then you have that fatal four-way ladder match between KO 
Rollins. 13. Uh, mm-hmm. Mysterio and Finn Balor. So who do you guys think walked out as the number one contender? Not Rey Mysterio. No, he did not. Who all was in the match? Uh, Rollins, KO, Ray, and Finn. Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. There you guys go. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, Mysterio went. Oh, is this the KO came out and tweeted fucking Rey Mysterio's the best and Mysteri- he's about to retire yeah. or some <laughs> shit? Yeah, Kevin Owens is done with WWE, I think, here for too long. Mysterio went through a table. KO went through a ladder. Finn got hit with a curb stomp on a chair, and then Seth went up and grabbed the contract. And that's how Monday Night Raw went off air. So we will see Seth Rollins and Big E for the WWE Championship sometime in the near future. Oh, man, I'm sad. I'm going to probably sleep on that one. I'm not. I'm excited. I bet you it's you like be Seth Rollins though at the yeah. Royal Rumble. I like Tyler Black too because that Survivor Series is champion versus champion, right? Or are they not doing that now? No, it's still champion versus champion. It's a Big E versus Oose at fucking Big Survivor e Series. Reigns, huh? Yeah, Big Oose versus fucking Big E. <laughs> so then moving to SmackDown, uh, my DVR did not record SmackDown because of Game Three of the World at, Series. At least he's got the new day to watch his back, so they they can fight the Usos while he's wrestling fucking. But you didn't you didn't speak on King Xavier, no. He was on Monday Night Raw, wasn't he? No, he's on SmackDown. That's SmackDown. Oh, I thought he was on Raw. No, Queen Queen Zelina's on Raw. King Xavier is on SmackDown. Oh, okay. So moving to SmackDown, uh Who <laughs> was there anyway, man? Uh I don't think Xavier would started it though. No, he just for got for a lot of you that was probably channel. for a lot of you that was probably like me and has it set to record on your DVR because I had shit going on last night and I'd watch it later. Um, didn't record because it was on FS1. Didn't even realize it was Game Three of the World Series last night on Fox. So you got to see Game Three of the World Series instead of wrestling. No, I didn't record it. Oh. And, but uh, so uh, who the fuck has DVR anymore? This fucking guy. <laughs> Living, the in guy the dark, that's... living in the dark ages over here and shit. <laughs> the fuck, man? He can't the... watch it live, though. Nothing I have. I can't watch any WWE live on anything I pay for. That doesn't hurt my heart, but I can watch it. I, I still pay for internet, or I still pay for satellite and all the streaming sites. I can watch Rampage of Dynamite live, though, on the TNT app. I'm, yeah, I can watch I can watch those, too, on Sling. Or on SmackDown. It doesn't bother me to not watch them live, because they're not worth watching live. I can't live. watch NXT, either. Once they're worth watching live again, I'll go back to watch I them. I can watch them the next day on Hulu, but... I can't. Show, show kicked off with Charlotte Flair. Um, Coming to the ring, do you be doing the same shit she's been doing for months now, talking about how she's the best, and she deserves everything. Wait, and... I thought fucking Bianca was the best. No. Well, Charlotte's the, the best? Sh- Charlotte... Does there have Charlotte, to be a person on both shows that comes out and talks about how they're the best? She's lucky to be at this show, right? Charlotte's the most decorated. What do you mean? She's Charlotte. wedging herself in to be the most fucking <laughs> talked about female wrestler in the entire fucking world. And then when she leaves WWE, she's going to be the highest paid female wrestler in the world because everybody's going to be like, well, you want Charlotte Fair, you got to play that top dollar. I don't think she's leaving, dog. I she came she back with her tail tucked between her legs. Yeah, I think it Because she's got a contract she has to finish. She don't want to <laughs> sit at home for four years. <laughs> But uh, Charlotte was interrupted by Sasha Banks to continue that storyline. Then we had a little Shotzi Blackheart come out in her tank and shoot a missile at Charlotte. And Shot a fucking missile <laughs> at her. Don't shake your head. You love the shit. No, I hate fucking that shit. No, you love it. Uh, shot, no. Shotzi. Love uh, it. Not that bitch. I've been talking about that for a minute. Shotzi Blackheart wanted a shot against Charlotte. Just a match. 
and uh, Charlotte gave it to her. This is fully WCW, WWF in the late 80s, shooting <laughs> missiles at people and shit. Um, the gobbledygooker is going to be on here. Thanksgiving's coming. Be a female version of gobbledygooker, though. Uh, Charlotte did end up beating <laughs> Shotzi, but uh, Shotzi made a heel turn and took out Sasha Banks. So uh, we're going to see a heel Shotzi Blackheart. I don't know if it's a heel Shotzi Blackheart, but I think she just is being herself, to be honest with you. And they're just, Todd Pettengill. I think they don't know how to get her over as a face, so it's easier for them to have her be a heel because no one over there knows nothing about the black dark side of music. I'm going to have a Bradshaw. Huh, this is a new Blackjacks, dog. And I'm going to have a Bradshaw WrestleMania 13 mustache by the end of the month. See so you get online there just a second ago. Does that mean by December we're going to be the Blackjacks? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. I almost had tragedy there morning. I was sitting there shaving or whatever. You about shaved half of it off on accident. Dude, I got real, like a bunch of hairs come off. I think the side's just a little bit thinner, but nobody, I can't really tell, but any, I know it's not as good as it could be. At least be. you didn't actually like buzz it right up the middle. <laughs> I said you look like Admiral Akbar from <laughs> Star Wars. I think, that's why Brent, me I, I, think it's, I think it's why Brent wouldn't get in on the fucking contest. He said he didn't want to look like his dad. No, I think his mustache probably comes in like Adam Blackbar. It's just right here and right here. <laughs> Not in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> what we should do for our mustache contest is we should have headshots of everybody on the thing. And then Brent's will be up there and his will just be with no mustache at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody else's will have it on there. And like this is vote, vote who has the best mustache. And it's be a picture of Brent with no mustache. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about our mustaches being like JBLs on WrestleMania 13 by the end of the month. <clears throat> and then I said we should put headshots of ourselves on the on our page to vote for who has the best mustache. And I said you should you can just have yours oh. like yours right now. <laughs> so it's gonna be like ZZ Top, where the two guys have the beards and the other guy doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I got the best uh, goatee. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Some guy, he was so we were up town handing out candy last night, and he was dressed as Spock. Yeah. Some guy comes up to him, he's like, "Well, you know, you gotta be like the alternate universe Spock because you got that goatee." Yeah, I'm evil Spock from the alternate universe. <laughs> it fucks me up that you were even that that even invited that type of conversation. You wearing that shit, but it, that's what happens, bud. In twenty twenty one. And were you, were you there when the lady walked up to me and she's like, my dad loves Spock. Can I get a picture yes. of you? Are you fucking serious, dude? M- Mr. Haleological Captain over here. And then Margaret's husband talked to me too. I'm telling you, bro. Star Trek and also the freaks come out at night. We've heard the song. <laughs> Star, it's 2021. It's okay now for Trekkies. Well, they think it's okay for them to come out and talk about it. It's really not. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a closet Trekkie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to get behind that one ever. I don't know you why. Like no, nah, I just can't, man. Oh, dude, I love I all of them. I like the newer movies because they're just kind of cool to watch. But like, no, what are you saying? Newer movies, like the the, the, newest, re- the reboots, the, the newest ones that they've oh. done. Yeah. I started watching uh, them with the uh, Next Generation. My brother reboots. was super huge in. The, well, he liked the original original one too, but he was super huge in the Next Generation when it was on in the nineties. But I just that's how I got started. Was like the four movies, Deep Space Nine. I couldn't with that shit. None of it. No. All right, back to SmackDown. <laughs> Scott Bakula and shit. Actually, actually, that shit's awesome. No, actually, actually, I'll chime in on the mustache real quick. Mustache isn't my thing because I'd look like 
or that's my dad. My dad has the mustache. I don't have that. So that's Clint, what he said earlier. I think you look like Admiral Akbar if yeah. you're a mustache. Clint says you're it's a trap mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But no, uh, they, they killed him, man. Yeah, I know. Poor bastard. <laughs> going back to going back to SmackDown. Uh, Drew McIntyre came out and issued another open challenge. Mustafa Ali answered. Open challenge uh, to what? To fucking just wrestle him. Yeah. You can. Because he's the new hero of SmackDown. The goddamn biggest shit hill you know is Mustafa Ali. Uh, See how the fucking, he's got the black eyeshadow underneath? That means, <laughs> you're, that means you're a heel. It was a two-minute match. I bet. Mustafa no, it, got smashed out, no, didn't no, he? Yeah. It was literally like two minutes. Poor Mustafa. Who's Not that? really. And then... Uh, that ain't JBL. No, it's goddamn Wyndham. Oh. And now we're going to talk about uh, King Xavier. Cause Barry Wyndham? He came out and he knighted uh, Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston is now the hand of the king. <laughs> so we're definitely going Game of Thrones style now. He knighted him, huh? Yeah, he's Sir Kofi Kingston. All right. So if something happens like Xavier Woods, Kofi's king? Yeah. Or he gets to make the king rules. So it means like next week on SmackDown, Xavier Woods is just not going to be on TV and then Kofi gets to make the rules for him. But what rules does he get to make up anyway? Because it's not a real thing. Oh, it's a real thing. He's the hand of the king. <laughs> he's, he, he's the actual ruler of the universe. All right. No. Uh, the use is interrupted. And Actually, that's Sid Vicious, but... It's kind of, it's kind of, it's because, man, when uh, somebody in the New Day does something, they all share it as a... You know, they've all been world champ. They've all been king of the ring. I think what's going to happen is you're going to find <laughs> out that Kofi tries to have plot to overthrow the king, and then Xavier Woods becomes the biggest fucking heel WWE's got, because that's what they do with every king fucking gimmick. that They've not had one good king at all. Never break, has there been a good king. They ain't breaking up the new day. They're always shit heels. And Kofi Kingston, I mean, you, he transcends always, being a good guy. And you've a bad been guy. betting on them fucking breaking they, up for they, like well, they already years. have technically. Biggie's on a whole nother show, a whole nother level. He yeah, but they're still cool. He only acknowledges them sometimes. Well, the Us- the Usos came out and interrupted them, and then they got into a scuffle and arguments like normal because apparently the Usos and the New Day are the biggest rivals of each other. So it's the fucking uh, at least Starks to, and the Lannisters. At least according to, uh, I think it's Bleacher Report. It's the head of the, oh my gosh. Starks and the Lannisters. King of the North, head of the table. Shink, pull your sword out. That, that's where <laughs> fucking Drew McIntyre comes in. Is this where we're going? <laughs> yeah, we could talk about Game of Thrones for Vin, hours. So no, I'm talking about WWE. Bruce Christian to, was like, yes, hey, yes. Vince, have you seen this TV show? Yes. I was watching it while you got I was laid the off. Evil Queen on fucking Monday night. Doing Cersei shit. I can see that happening. It's the first time Vince has ever watched Game of Thrones. I guarantee it. Conrad's probably whispering in his ear about it and shit. I'm telling you. You should do that then. You can't. You don't see it unfolding in front of your eyes. He's <laughs> telling you the story right well, now. I kind of just put it all together. Wait like till the Red things. Wedding next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a bigger fan of the Purple Wedding. It's all bad. So. <laughs> it's bad TV. Bad booking. And then right after that, you had uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. <laughs> it ain't Kingsuke no more. No, no, it's back to Shinsuke. Poor prick. Against uh, I, I fucking it doesn't even matter. Jabronis. No, uh, Moss. Um, yeah, Madcap Moss. There you go. Jabronis. And uh, Happy Corbin in a trick or treat street fight. One hundred percent Jabronis. I like Happy Corbin. You would. Which uh, the heels won, so Moss and Corbin, but uh, Madcap Moss. Let's not get it wrong. It's not just Moss. It's Madcap Moss. Madcap Moss. Madcap Moss. Madcap. What Aldri- is a Madcap? 
What's that mean? I don't know. I'm looking it up on Google. Dr- sounds like a drug reference to I, me. We're about to find out what it Probably means. grows on cash. I'm going to go to Urban Dictionary and look up well, Madcap. <laughs> after the match, uh, Moss, the and, on. Moss and Corbin got beat up by uh, Humberto Carrillo. Or Carrillo. <laughs> I can't talk It right blows now. my mind you can get all these wild ass fucking yeah, I can't names say from Japan, but you can't get Humberto Carrillo out. That's Carrillo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Angel Garza. <laughs> I just got to think Carrillo. Can't. It's Carrillo. Carrillo. You don't, Car- the, you don't say that else. Well, yeah, I got to think about it. <laughs> it you just let me sit over here and Madcap can... mad means an eccentric person. Oh. So he's eccentric, Moss? Well, pretty much. Is he I eccentric? Mean, I haven't seen him. I have eccentric acting all the time. How you be talking shit like that? You don't even know who he is. I know who he is. I mean, name. I haven't seen him become since he's become fucking Mad Cat Moss. Is what oh. I'm trying to say. I've seen him because he came out and beat Mojo for the 24/7 title after he's like, he's my best friend. Dude. We played football in the NFL for fucking three seconds together. <laughs> I'm gonna pin you from behind and then run away while fucking all the ninjas chase me. Stupid, ignorant. Get him off my TV. Now, so what's his relation with Happy? What do you mean? He's madcap and fucking. Like they he, come out with him. He's his fucking like buddies. Now. He's his fucking. Uh, he's his. I don't know why. I don't know why they're hooked up. Madcap's being paid by <laughs> Baron or Happy Corbin because he won money in Vegas, or maybe he's just a hanger on because he won a bunch of money. So now he's like, I want to be your best friend because you got shitloads of cash, and I'm Madcap Moss. Then you had they continued the uh, Naomi and Sonya Deville storyline <laughs> afterwards, and uh, fucking Sonya Deville I'm ended so up confused. being what I'm confused by WWE and this is what they do. Uh, there was Shayna Baszler involved in it, and Sonya Deville ended up being the referee for the match and screws over Naomi. And then at the end of the show, you had the New Day versus the USOs. I'm glad Naomi is back in the story a little more than what she has been in the last few months. She's the best one I think they got. She's not not in the family? No, I mean, like, as far as just wrestling and being on TV, like, they don't fucking use her. Is she part of a table shit? No, I don't think so. I think she's just doing her own thing. But still, like, they haven't been using her at all forever. And then it's like, I feel like she's she's the best one they got on there right now, in my opinion. She's got the entrance. She's got the fucking moves. The crowd's behind her. And then they're like, eh, we're not going to use you for months on time. Fuck it. It's because her husband keeps getting DUIs and shit. Nah, it shouldn't reflect they on got, what she does. They got some fucking domestic shit going on. Yeah, she's wasting. She's she's got a good career, and they don't just don't use her. It's sad. No, I'm pretty sure the new day won. Mm. Talk about the main event. Yeah, it was the Usos and the New Day. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that the New Day ended up winning. Interesting. So. Yeah. That is pretty much what happened. You know, Royal Rumble is going to be the fucking red wedding. Yeah, that's what I said. Wait for the red wedding. We'll be there. Clint, I told you a million and times. It's going to happen. This bad it's going to happen in the me. Royal Rumble while the Rumble's going on. Trying We're to watch it for me. Clint just called on. it three months out. This happens all the time. It's because I'm good at watching wrestling ahead of time, bro. I've seen everything. I know everything. I've been watching. I don't even I ain't even been watching it, and I can see it playing out just by the way you're talking about and what I read on the internet. The first time ever, Vince McMahon probably watched Game of Thrones. You are probably right. He's at least season four right now. Because <laughs> he watches probably an episode a day because he ain't got and, time for that shit. And that's where the show went to absolute, complete bullshit. It's <laughs> where the producers of the show ran out of source material because Martin never finished the fucking books. Uh, he's <laughs> he's actually releasing a little small, vent, like like he's released a couple, I guess, like chapters from the new book that's supposedly coming out for like the last fucking thirteen years, fourteen years, fifteen years. How long? 
You I don't know. know. He put out a Targaryen book in the meantime. Yeah, and another one, too, in the meantime he's got coming out as well, by the way, before the second oh, one comes out. Fire and Blood Part 2? Mm-hmm. Because he only told part of the Targaryen story, mm-hmm. and now he's about to cash in on that TV show? Yeah. So fuck <laughs> Game of Thrones books. But yeah, supposedly he's got that book coming out, and then he's going to go back to doing the regular Game of Thrones shit. And welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. So no. <laughs> fucking jabroni. Pwah! Do you spit on my grave? Do you see who's out there fucking... Who else is out there? Who? Motherfucking uh, uh, Senator goddamn... Uh, what's his name? Fucking... Oh, you're talking about fucking Bob Backlund yeah, right Bob here? Bob Backlund, yeah. He's out there showing out for The Rock. <laughs> so... He's right. on a couple of rumbles. I was we're, surprised. He was like there two years ago. We're going to uh, move into uh, All Elite Wrestling. We got two Dynamites and a Rampage to talk about. Figuring we had last Saturday night's Dynamite, oh, we had yeah. Wednesday oh, yeah. night's Dynamite. Saturday, yeah. yep. You're right. And we got Rampage. So we uh, kicked off Saturday night Dynamite with a uh, first round of the Eliminator Tournament. Is that that Dante? No. Martin? No. no. It was. Oh, that was last, the week before, huh? Yeah, it was Brian Danielson and Dustin Rhodes. Which it makes no sense why Dustin Rhodes is in this tournament. Pretty much everybody finally telling his side of the story. Pretty much everybody else that's in this tournament's ranked in the top five, or at least makes appearances on the show. Besides, once every two months, because like ten was in it, and he's top five rankings. And you had Hobbs, who's in the top five. You have Moxley that's in it. It's one of the top stars. You got Orange Cassidy, who was number one until. He's wrestling this week on Orange. on uh, Dynamite. Yeah, it's going to be him Moxley. And Mox, yep. Kind of wish they would have pushed that to uh, Rampage. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been so awesome. But uh, you had Brian Danielson and Dustin Rhodes in the first round of the Eliminator Tournament, which, I mean, Dustin Rhodes is a fucking straight-up professional awesome wrestler, so, I mean, that's probably why they put him in it, to go up against Brian Danielson. <clears throat> it was a pretty good match, though. I would agree. Not as hard, I don't think. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying it's not as hard as some we were, of the We were waiting for you to talk, so that's why we had that moment of silence. <laughs> yeah, I thought you had a more you were trying to get out there. No, I'm just saying, like, he's been, like, this one he just had or whatever, like, Brent showed me that still motherfucker on his chest. Oh, like, yeah, him and Eddie Kingston. I haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it later on this evening, maybe, but. But, uh, they, uh. I mean, it wasn't as hard as he has been going. Talking about blood in the chest, son. Like, <laughs> but you know, I, like I said before, I think that's him doing what he's always done. It's just WWE hasn't let him do it to that level, and like that's how out here, like that's how that's how he'd be doing it. I do know in WWE, they was like, we're gonna need you at about a four point five, Daniel, not a nine point six. <laughs> Which I do know so, in the crowd of that match, they showed Tony Nese, uh, yeah, who was I think they confirmed he signed, didn't they? Yeah, he. I, I haven't. I think seen, it's I confirmed haven't seen, without I, being confirmed. Yeah, I haven't seen the all elite thing yet, but he wrestled on dark. So this past week, can't mm. put, let him wrestle on dark and then put him in the crowd like, "What's he doing here?" <laughs> Watching the show after he wrestled on dark. And then uh, you had MJF come out to do what MJF does. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of good promo. Yeah. And uh, declared that he's going to be going for the goddamn championship, and then someone always comes out and makes it like, nah, Sting. you're going to segue to the left now, and you're not, which is cool. Well, no, Sting, Sting came out. 
to uh, defend Darby Allen or whatever. Right, right. Like I said, Darby for a second. But every time MJF starts talking about a title, somebody's music hits, and then fucking we go off to the left, and he doesn't get to talk about having the title. Well, that's because you already have a heel champion right now. I mean, I feel like MJF's one of the guys that don't need a belt, but he kind of kind of needs a belt. <clears throat> He's uh, the only one that feels that way, or I feel that way about any of the four pillars. Well, no, I was I was ready for MJF to beat Moxley for the title when I he mean, got the shot. Yeah, I, like those are the only four that should have fucking title shots. To be honest with you, in my opinion. Like, well, they got to go by their ranking system, though, right? More yeah. than that's they still try to go by that more than they do. Even though they don't go by the ranking system, because every time there's somebody that they want to put in the number one contender spot, they just they just, they just matches make, on they, dark. No, they just make a match and be like, "Oh, new number one contender." <laughs> well, that's wrestling for you, though. You know what I'm saying? They've done that's for through the animals. Hey, the yeah, time, and the all. whole putting them on dark, they did that for two months straight with Britt Baker to make her the number one contender. Yeah. But uh, Sting got beat up by was it Wardlow? Uh, Darby and What's it, Wardlow Sean Spears. Looking, Wardlow looking like Bray Wyatt. Uh, I, I, they keep on kind of teasing this fucking MJF and Wardlow not getting along with each other too. Yeah, just they're a still doing bit, that. You know, too. I don't know week. what they're doing there. Are they trying to make Wardlow the next big face or what? He's got that big red sweater and his hair and not like fucking Bray Wyatt does on that, the. That's no, I mean that. That's kind of what you hate <laughs> about him though. You know no, I mean? they they see Wardlow as a future star. Right, but what I'm saying is like you kind of like he's kind of like dresses like a fucking bad guy asshole. You don't like I can't cheer for <laughs> no dude dressed like that. How the fuck am I supposed to be like? Yeah, get him, fucking with your scarf on and be like, don't worry, don't worry, I get him. He's he's gonna have to start dressing different if he wants to get over as like a face. Like he's gonna have to start wearing like the fucking hoodie with the sleeves cut off type shit. You know what I mean? Rather than the suit with the scarf. Is this pre DX. Uh, and then, uh, um, like, yes, that's no, weird. yes, and then coming, yes, China, and then coming off a rampage from two Fridays ago, like two months, you had Anna J and Britt Baker in the uh match that they had where Ty, Can- Ty Conti came out to save Anna J at the end of the match from uh Britt Baker and her bitches. So, uh, it was announced that uh, it's Ty Conti and Britt Baker at full gear for the women's championship. Huh. I'm pretty sure this is when Shawn Michaels went home because he's lost his smile. And Ty Conti's the number one contender again now. Like, I'm pretty sure at the top of the list it was uh, Jade. And then somehow they gave Ty another match or two and she just jumped over Jade. Hmm. So That makes me sad because I really like Jade Cargill. And I feel like they're. She's one of the ones. They're waiting for some reason. I mean, I'm she's not, one of the ones that when got she a does first... finally get. You know what I mean? It's going to be a, I think, a big deal because they're building her. But like, she's one of the ones that got a first round buy in the TBS championship. Yeah, I'm just a fan, so I'd rather see her wrestle. And I get it; they're trying to save her so she don't get hurt and she got a buy and whatnot. And I just hope they don't try to well, use that as like, oh, well, it's a crutch that fucking. You well, know, she's still know. she's still learning right now too. Yeah, I just, I mean, she's, I guess, kind of a heel, so. I don't know. I like this to use that buy, I guess, to with the fucking smart mark. Through the kind of, I feel like it kind of turns her into a heel a little bit. Which he was MJF's lawyer during the whole Moxley thing. That Who was? That smart Mark's, mark. Yeah, Mark Sterling. Uh, he uh, played. He played MJF's lawyer when Jade Cargill shit kind of confused when me. MJF was doing his dictator John because shit when she did the shit where they wrestled against Shaq, like she was like a bad guy. But then, like, right after that, like, Red Velvet turned heel for, like, a quick minute, and then Jade Cargill was getting cheered by everybody, and then it was like, no, now she's cutting heel promos, and, like, I don't, I don't get it. 
<laughs> and then speaking of the first round of the TBS championship tournament, you had uh, Penelope Ford and Ruby Soho. <clears throat> that was an all right match. Not, I mean, nothing too spectacular happened, but... No, I... You got the results that everybody expected. Ruby Soho moved on to the next round of the tournament. Yeah, She'll be it, going up against Chris Statlander in the next round, so it, now I'm I'm torn. It looked, that upsets you, doesn't it? It was a lot better match than Ruby had the week before on Dynamite. I don't like her finishing. The, I don't like the Pele kick as her finishing move. The move the week before that was uh, a little... Or the, move, the, the match the week before that was a little clunky. This week's wasn't as bad, so I'm glad she's getting a little better in the ring. You know, she's getting used to being in there. Probably just because the length of the match, maybe. She's not used to being in there that long. I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, she's Sometimes getting, you just have a bad match, I guess. But. She was getting two minutes in the ring at WWE, and then she'd go hang out in catering. Right. <laughs> so. So, but yeah, that's cool that she won. Then you had a builder match to uh, what happened on uh, Dynamite this week. Though, you had Bobby Fish take on Anthony Green. Uh, Bobby Fish putting work every week since he's got signed. Every week he's out there putting that work in. Injury <clears throat> prone, I think's not. He's putting I've on enjoyed good matches Bob, too. I put, yeah, but I've enjoyed Bobby Fish. They're not like slow matches. I like his or, next one more than this one, but he, you know what I'm saying. But he, either way, he, every day he's been every day. Hey, every time they have a, a he has a looking, chance. Yeah, he's, he's been looking real good ever since he came mm-hmm. back from his tricep tear. Yep. yep. He's throwing up that fucking big Papa Pump fucking <laughs> in the corner and shit. He's, he's coming out to like. Bootleg fucking Danzig music though. <laughs> Whatever your thing is. Either way, man, he's uh he's he's a killer right now. Whether he's winning or losing, he's putting on good. He ain't always so. had that fish on his trunks, has he? Uh in WWE. No, I, think no, he, I don't think I he think did. he had him on his knee pads in WWE, yeah. but I don't think he had him on his trunk. He had undisputed everything on his trunks. But uh Bobby Fish beat Green, of course, and then uh decided to give him a beat down after the match was over. CM Punk came out because CM Punk doesn't put up with bullies. No, he does not. <laughs> so he saved the fucking J O B B E R. So on this week's Dynamite, they made the match of CM Punk versus Bobby Fish, which we'll get into that when we move on to Wednesday Night Dynamite. I kinda can't wait to talk about that one. It was pretty decent. Then you had another first round match in the Eliminator Tournament. You had uh, Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston, which I don't think that. Was, the match ended the way it was supposed to, figuring Lance Archer went for the moonsault, landed on his head. They <laughs> threw up the X, and uh, luckily Lance Archer walked away from the incident not having a fucking broken neck. Yeah, I mean, accidents happen. So did the match finish, though? Uh, they uh, uh, they called the match, huh? Yeah, he uh, went a little too hard with that moonsault, I think. And Yeah, he... <laughs> He didn't get the full rotation for like a, the first time in his career. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened there. It's like there was wind in the building or something. But what's ha- what's happening? He's fucking six ten. He doesn't need to be doing a moonsault. There is that too, and I, who knows how many nights a week he's actually wrestling? You know, outside. Oh, yeah, the he, and stuff yeah, he does too, a lot so, of indie stuff. So he might just be blowed out, and tired, and fucking yeah. But that's I'm glad nothing bad happened to him. That's for sure. So Eddie Kingston moved on to the next round in the tournament. He'll be wrestling Brian Danielson. Yeah, on that side of the bracket. Uh, you had America's top team, more inner circle build towards full gear. Uh, they gave out the stipulations, uh, Sammy Guevara against Ethan page for the TNT championship. If Sammy lost, he loses the title and he has to leave the inner circle. If Sammy wins, Jericho gets to pick the match. So that happened on dynamite coming up this week. 
that we're going to be talking about. Uh, then you had Jungle Boy versus Brandon Cutler. Wasting yeah. him. Wasting yeah, he, Jungle I mean, Boy. No, I mean, he wasted Brandon Cutler. I'm sure. Pretty yeah. quick fashion. And well, the best part about it was nobody came to fucking help him. He yeah. laid out there and just screamed for help for a while. And then Adam Cole <laughs> yeah, threw finally, Jungle Boy off the stage and threw some tables. Yeah, he finally Adam Cole finally came out there and then Jungle Boy tried to, and then he got jumped Which by fucking... I have a feeling this coming Friday night on Rampage when we're he, down there. He about missed the You're ta- hoping to see Adam Cole versus that Jungle Boy, ain't you? No, Adam Cole is going up against John Silver, but I have a feeling yeah. that we're going to be seeing Jungle Boy at the end of the match. Uh, he about went past all them tables they threw him on. Oh, yeah. He had a little too much oomph when he went, and like he about went past the tables and set through them. And then you had Cody and Malachi Black, round three. It was actually a good match. I was entertained by it, and I felt like it was – it. I wasn't mad that Cody won at the end. I really wasn't, but I do feel like it kind of sucks for Malachi Black because they had a really cool undefeated thing going with him right now. But everybody can't be undefeated. Yeah, but the storyline's still continuing because – it wasn't. It was already. I think it was on dark. Like right after that, Malachi had a fucking promo where he's like, "The bat." He's like, "Battles are won and lost, or whatever." But he's like, "I'm already in your head. I turned your family against you. Uh, it's not about getting your shoulders pinned to the mat or whatever." He's like, "You may have won this battle, but I'm still in your head. I've won the war." They showed that he goes, on, "The house always wins," and they, then he walks off into the darkness. They showed that on. Uh on dark right but then on roads to the top they also showed that Did they? <laughs> in the preview of commercial they have a little breaks every once in a while this, tony shivani will come in like it's da 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 and i da 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 and fucking he that hurts i watched that promo i watched the fucking i watched it back and i don't watch it on the night of but i watched that roads to the top shit and it's bad <laughs> but i had to watch I like it his I, 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 I started it so i had to finish it i like his sister on there and see it could squeeze it was on quick and over quick <laughs> yeah so we'll move to the match that Dick's excited to talk about. So we're on to this week's episode of Dynamite, <laughs> which kicked off with Sam Punk and Bobby Fish. Dude, <clears throat> I'm a Bobby Fish fan now. Like you got me kind of interested in him. I told you a long time ago. He was a shit. I know. I got. I watched it with you. He was just more injury prone at the time he was in WWE. Not injury prone, but had more injuries around that time. I guess in his career, it kind of slowed him down, or he wasn't around a lot. And when they did use him, it was like supplemental because he. What did get injured a lot? Or they whatever, were the tag champs, right? Yeah, him and uh, Kyle O'Reilly were tag team champs for quite quite a few months, I believe. And then even when he was injured, they still held the, let him hold the belts for a while. Uh, but yeah, dude, he's 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 a fucking beast, man. Uh, and like I said, he never been, got that match in WWE. No, and I he mean even if Sam Punk was still on the roster or whatever, doing Sam Punk things, and like, they wouldn't even let them go. Got, if he would have got that match, it wouldn't went that long, and he wouldn't have had that many moves in the match. You know, um, great, it was actually a great match, and it was they, a, it was a slower paced great match. Very too, good. Like, wrestling well, match. you you can actually see that with CM Punk and Brian Danielson and even Adam Cole coming into AEW, the psychology, and now with Bobby Fish, the psychology is coming to AEW. Not only at the end of that, but at the end of the match, CM Punk hit Bobby Fish with the GTS, and Bobby Fish kicked out as soon as the three as soon as the three tapped, he oh, kicked yeah, out yeah. and sat mm-hmm. up like you know. So maybe they're going to take that into more of a. Now I, mean, I ain't seen CM Punk in a rivalry. We Spe- thought we were especially because get... he he hit him with the knee that Fish has been working all match, so he didn't this get the, the full. This is the most exciting thing I've seen CM Punk do. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we haven't seen him in a rivalry yet, and we thought we were going to get one with. Um, Team Taz and that shit never happened, and so it would be. Well, that's because unfortunately, 
Team Taz isn't that exciting. It would be neat <laughs> if him and Bobby Fish went back and forth for a minute. They could have some really good matches and could get CM Punk back in shape to be in way better. Because you can see he slowed down quite a bit. He looks tired when he gets out of a match well, It's right been now. like seven years, man. A little yeah, I know, I know. But you can just tell. He looks tired now when he gets out of a match. I've kind of been disappointed in CM Punk. Like, he had a big fucking debut, one of the biggest debuts ever or whatever, but he talked a lot of shit, like, talking about how Daniel Bryan and him being fucking signed is Which, bigger news than Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, but those motherfuckers' ratings took the fuck uh, off. I don't think he said that. He, yeah, he for that. sure said that. I don't Which, think he uh, said that exactly. I think you're taking that out of context. The other day, between uh, parent-teacher conferences, we had, like, a half an hour to kill between going to the two schools, so we went home real quick, and I threw on a YouTube video, and Walt Coacher popped up, and it's, like, the top whatever debuts from every year and uh cm punk of course was this year with the aew and then right after that it went into the the rampage aew cm punk fucking debut that i was there for and just seeing that on tv like now you just get the i get the goosebumps it's like i was fucking <laughs> there and it was awesome you, you and travis scott what travis scott yeah he gets the goosebumps oh does he mm-hmm. <laughs> But just, just you got that feeling because it's like I was there and the fucking place was <laughs> rumbling. And I still haven't watched it on TV yet. It's on YouTube. The whole thing is his debut. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to watch the whole thing, but his debut is just enough. like the whole pay per view though. Is oh, not the pay per view. He's talking about the rampage that he was at. Yeah, the debut. Or rampage. the rampage. Where yeah. he actually his first night coming out and just showing up. His first match was at the pay per view, but the first night he just showed up was a rampage on. What Friday am I night. thinking of? The all-out pay-per-view we went to. Oh, that's what I haven't seen. I don't seen. think it's out on Blu-ray yet. It should be coming pretty quickly, though. With the December months coming up, I'll be buying that bitch. I'm I'm, I'm waiting. I've seen, yeah, I've seen him come out in that huge pop. I want to watch shit. that pay-per-view with the, the, with commentary, the commentary that we didn't so, yeah. that we didn't get to hear. We sat behind the hard camera though, so I, there's no possible way we'll ever see ourselves on camera there at all. We sat behind like the hook where they were going around, which I ain't mad. They were fucking killer seats, but they they don't turn the camera around backwards that way towards the people right behind that shit. So I ain't, I ain't trying to see myself, well, uh, but I want to know. I want to hear the commentary that goes along with what we watched. Which me and Chris were behind the hard camera at that rampage too. The only reason that we even made it on TV is because Moxley came yeah. down that section. So we had a pretty cool shot of him coming out when he came out. Which me and him didn't even think about being on TV, and then <laughs> like we got sent things. It's like, well, this big motherfucker in the Sting shirt has to be you. <laughs> so. Moving, we get, we still gonna be talking about punk. We gonna move to the next match. Go to the next match. I don't think I mean there's nothing more left for. <laughs> it was a really good match, and if anybody gets a chance to watch it, they probably should. It's... Then we went into uh, MJF. He had a match against an actual real jobber that they brought in off the streets. <laughs> and then he talked. He had his promo about you got to see him do uh, one of his two things that he's best at: pinning pinning shoulders to the mats and. Banging rats. <laughs> yeah. But he ain't going to be doing that in Boston because uh, he'd rather put his junk in the blender because have you seen these ladies or whatever he said? Yeah. This yeah. is my impression of your mom, Boston. Hada. Hada. Hada MJF. <laughs> Shit heel promos he gets, man. Bad ones because everyone hates him. And then Darby Allen showed up out of the crowd and fucking smacked Wardlow with a skateboard that had thumbtacks on it. Oh, nice. And then did a promo of him just grabbing a mic saying, cut my music full gear just drops the mic. Hit so him, hit him with the skateboard with thumbtacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a knee pad with thumbtacks, but on a skateboard. Interesting. 
So at uh, full gear, <laughs> we get. Were they stuck in the wood part and like it was? Were they pointed outwards? Or or they yes, they were parted outwards. Right. Like they so. they took a picture of uh, like the shoes, then they were pointed outwards. It's sad that you have to double check. They they well, they put a pointed inwards. AEW put a picture later on of Wardlow's back that was all fucked up from the. Kenny's were pointed inwards. From <laughs> put him in his boot and, and then fucking. No, it was, like, it was a, he was pushing them into his knee pad. And then, yeah, and then, and then the kneeing face. Sammy Callahan in the face. Yeah. Stupid shit. <laughs> I want these but, to go farther into my knee, not your face. But, at full, <laughs> but now at full gear, we get MJF and Darby Allen. Makes perfect sense. I'm excited about MJF versus Darby Allen. Maybe Kenny Omega couldn't feel his legs anymore. <laughs> so he wanted to stab himself in the knees a bunch to get the feeling back. Well, earlier in the match, he took a fucking pizza cutter to the forehead. Yeah. Who hasn't done that? That's that shit's weird too. Old pizza cutter their forehead. Nick Gage, man. Yeah, everybody's got to steal somebody's style. Uh, the Sheamus, next... Nick Gage. <laughs> <laughs> the Can next match on Dynamite, we had uh, the TNT Championship match that we talked about from the previous. It was Sammy Guevara and uh, All Ego Anthony or Ethan Page, and was... everybody was banned from ringside, so yeah. no one could come down and fuck the matchup. It was. It was a really like good a surprisingly. Match. Good match. It was. Well, Ethan Page is actually a good wrestler because most people don't know who he is or give a fuck about him. Well, I mean, yeah, he never... was uh, an impact. Wasn't he the he, he, didn't he? He's X Division champion or tag team champion at least. An impact. Yeah, he I was thought, with, wasn't he? Yeah, he was with Josh Alexander. Yeah, I thought he was. Was uh, it the North? Yeah, it was the North. What it was? Yeah. I thought oh, he no had shit. a singles title run of some sort. Yeah, I like that. As well, no, or no, NXT sure. and TNA. No. He, uh, if, yeah, he, like if the, he did, it was before he was tagged. He was like uh, during the days of uh, Hurricane Helms being a producer. Yeah, I like Scorpio Sky a lot too. I think they're Bruce, both really good wrestlers. Bruce I think, Pritchard being the manager and Jim Cornette firing him. I think together and apart, they both have really good careers ahead of them no matter what. To be honest with you, as long as they can stay out of being hurt and whatnot and not do they, anything stupid. If they turn Scorpio back to face and they have a heel champion. He's a good heel, man. I don't know. Well, I was going to say he'd be a hell of a face champion though too. Yeah. So they got plenty of faces, Cody Rhodes and all of them. Keep them. I don't know. I I just don't know. Dan There's Dan some... Lambert's so good at what he's doing. Yeah. That I still think I it's... make. I feel like he shouldn't be. Like they're not good enough to be with him. But so the winner though of the match got to pick the people that get to be in Lambert's in the match against them, right? And it's a, a America's top team or whatever. They get to pick what members of America's top team fight because they, yeah. Yeah, so Jericho gets to pick the three other members because it's going to be a five-on-five inner circle versus top team men of the year. Yeah. Because Sammy retained his title, which I still think it's really weird to see Sammy Guevara with the TNT championship. Like, I wanted him to win it, but now that I see him with it, I'm like, his belt looks really weird with Sammy. You should give it back to Miro. (laughs) Yeah. well, no, 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 to get back to Miro. We haven't seen him, <laughs> yeah, we haven't well, seen him no, yet, have we? No, no. Really. Well, he's got some promos, but he hasn't wrestled, I don't. Yeah, he showed up one night and beat the shit out of somebody, but that was it. Since he lost the belt? It, one night he showed up, I don't know if it was a dark. Right now he's pissed at his God. Or something, yeah. He came, cut a promo about being mad at his God, and then he's God's uh, angry champ, angry former champion now or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I can't so. remember what he said in the promo, but yeah, he's mad at his God. And he said he's going to rip and destroy everything until he gets back what he wants. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't show up in the middle of somebody's match before too long and ruin he's that gonna, shit. He's going to take the belt. They're going to, I don't know. He'll be the one that shows up to take the belt off Adam Page after he beats Kenny Omega. Ragdolling that bitch around. Well, dude. that's what I was about to say. You can have, <laughs> you can have Hangman win the belt, and then 
not at the pay-per-view, but right after the pay-per-view, the very first Dynamite is in Adam Page's hometown. You have Miro come out during the whole promo and just fucking destroy Adam Page to set up <laughs> to set up that match. You could, I guess, but you know, Adam Page ain't. Who is Adam Page again? Oh, <laughs> cowboy shit. He's the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah, that ain't cowboy shit. Oh, it's cowboy shit. <laughs> uh, we had another first round match in the TBS <laughs> Championship. <laughs> You guys keep giving me shit about cowboy shit, and I'm just going to keep taking it. Keep giving me shit about cowboy shit. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit about State Puff Marshmallow shit now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Angriest marshmallow I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to talk about Sheeta and Serena Deeb uh, in the first round of the TBS tournament. Which is a good match, too. Oh, Serena Deeb's looking good, man. She did lose to Sheeta. But still, I'm saying she's she's yeah. hot and on fire, you know what I mean? But we'll have to see what happens with Sheeta. I actually think Sheeta had a legitimate injury before. Because she keeps wearing that red thing on her knee that you can't see. That's some anime shit, bro. But uh, <laughs> So you had Serena D beat the fuck out of that knee with a chair yeah. for no reason? Well, she probably is the marker knee because that's probably the actual uninjured knee. And the opposite one's probably the hurt one. So hurt this knee, and I'm going to put this certain knee pad on it. Because if you hurt this one, it's really hurt, and I'm going to punch you for real type shit. <laughs> But uh, females got nails, so they hurt. Which that win that win was uh, Sheeta's fiftieth. So now she joins Jungle Boy as the first female with fifty wins, and now he's the first male with fifty. So wins. the other it was wasn't that the award they got broke a couple weeks ago that was supposed yeah, to be and, Serena and she, and she still no, it was supposed was, to be Sheeta's. Oh, yeah, it was supposed yeah. to, okay. So she get that award now then? She carried it out to the ring broken with her in the match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't give her a new one, though? No. Oh. That's fucking awesome. Tony Khan was that cheap. We she, only got give the you broke, one? she got the broken one. We only give you one. Sorry if it's broke. It's That's all you the get. the one she earned. Cody, he'd have got a new one and a new entrance out from underneath the floor. <laughs> hey, man, Cody did have a promo. He'd have got a life-size trophy. And they'd bring him down from above instead of up from below. Oh, no, this must have been Shawn Michaels first came back from his smile being broken. Don't know how to use a laptop. It's the first days of the internet, man. No one knew how to use a laptop. <laughs> Look at the laptops; not even plugged into anything at all. It's not hooked up. No, I guess it is. I lied. There's a small little hookup right there. He's a chicken pecker. He don't even know what the fuck he's looking at right now. <laughs> it's probably so high you don't know. What the fuck it's probably he's the first at. time you ever seen Kazaa. <laughs> <laughs> What's this Napster thing? Blah. So the uh... yeah, <laughs> fails on us all the time. Right. Right in the middle of talking about nothing. Ooh, this is uh, fucking Paul Bear with Mankind. Here's a couple of fucking somebody that should have been way cooler in WWE. Talking about Vader? Yeah. He should have definitely been way more of a dominant He was kind of fatter and less up. Yeah, he was so, do you remember shape. Cyber Sunday? 2005? Like Cyrus the Virus? No, no, no. That no. was Don Callis, wasn't it? No, no, no. Cyber Sunday. Fucking uh, pay, the pay-per-view. Oh, Cyber Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking, that was Vader's last appearance in WWE. Uh, I think I remember that. They had the three people you could vote for or whatever. And he was one of them. And he yeah. was one of them and he won and he fucking fell. Yeah. Like they were trying to gear him up to have another run, but yeah. like he fell in the, the ring and they're like, ah, sorry, Vader. Yeah, I remember. They also had uh, Ric Flair and Roddy Piper win the tag team titles of the Cyber Sunday one time. <laughs> yeah. And then at the very end, they all danced in the middle of the ring and Dusty Rhodes was in it. And <laughs> yeah. somebody else too, and they were all dancing. Jimmy yeah. Snicker, right? I don't know if it was Jimmy Snook or not. I can't remember. But they were all dancing. It's very <laughs> silly. 
Were they it's, dancing? Were they dancing in the streets? <laughs> no, it was a Cyber Sunday. Hey, everybody! And at, and the team that got picked to wrestle for the tag team titles was Ric Flair and Roddy Piper. But then also, um, Dusty Rhodes and somebody were some other legend were tag teaming together in the match. And then I think there was two young tag teams in the match that they wrestled. And Ric Flair and Roddy Piper won. And then at the end of the match, somebody's music played. I think it was Dusty Rhodes's. They all danced. It's very very strange. <laughs> all right we will move on to another first round match in the eliminator tournament they're still super old and out of shape so <laughs> and in their underwear that could be a good time you know you know when wcw <laughs> did the angle with rick flair where they sent him to the uh, crazy home they tried to make it look like a bunch of crazy people were dancing around i could look like that for real <laughs> but in the wwe ring that's funny on paper yeah, you ever seen good burger when they go to the asylum <laughs> come on man they had a, they had a whole burger. fucking musical uh thing inside the i like when he shimmies up the building real fast and the whole king kel keeps lurking and keeps looking i'm like how the fuck did you get up there that quick he's, like, he's gotta go to here and jump over here and shimmy up the milkshake and over the top i like the girl how are you it's nice to meet you. What are you in here for? <laughs> She's like, I, I, I freed all the penguins at the zoo. <laughs> cool. <laughs> they got to make a sequel to that movie, man. But, uh, yeah, John Moxley against Preston Vance, number 10 of the Dark Order. Very, very quick fucking match. Yeah, he bit his fucking forehead open. <laughs> no, he smashed it off the uh, he bit it. steel he post bit first. Ah, and then he bit it until he bled so profusely that he couldn't see from his own eyeballs. Do you think he actually bladed himself or he was busted? No, I think John Moxley bit his forehead until he bled out of so much he couldn't see. They showed his eyes and he had so much blood in his eyes I don't even know how the fuck he got back in the ring. All I know is I think they're trying to turn Moxley heelish. Well, he's got to go up against fucking... Moxley's always been a heel. He's going, up against, wild B- card. He's going up against BD, you know what I'm saying? He, that's the ultimate face. you got to have the fucking... Well, first he's got to go against Orange Cassidy. And he's been fucking around in GCW, so he's got that little harder edge going for him right now. You know? Three of these did people's you, Did dead. you see his back still all scarred or the, still isn't healed from... Uh... The murder hawk tried to kill himself, so <laughs> someone's got to oh, go. Someone's right. got to be harder edge. So it's got to be Moxley. All right. Turn up the volume for us, Mox. And then uh, the next thing, you had uh, Cody's promo where he pretty much said he's not turning heel. I ain't doing it. I ain't, ain't doing yeah. it. It ain't happening. ain't happening. I'm John Cena. <laughs> I'm on that level. But in in doing so, he kind of cut a heel promo. And then Andrade came out and called him a little bitch. Yeah, but then they cheered for Andrade, so it's really backfiring. But he did. He kind of cut a heel promo. He kind of kind of like... Like kind of like you guys should be fucking grateful that I built this company for you, so I'm not turning heel whether you like it or not. Like and like when he said that shit, I was almost like, "You're going heel it's without like, going heel, buddy." Like, like you're Bret Hart. No, Bret Hart was just on. A, I'm tired of this bullshit. Cody Rhodes <laughs> was like, a, "You should be grateful that I gave you this company, so you should cheer me." Like, no, that ain't how it works, bro. And you don't definitely come out of the crowd and say you should cheer me and be like, "I'm a face." It's like him saying, "I'm a Canadian hero." Like you guys. He Bret Hart is so, a Canadian crap, hero. Growing so, on, so is, you need so is Rush. Leo Rush? No, the band, the band Rush. Oh, Canadian heroes. Bret Hart is a Canadian hero. You guys can be fucking real Canadian. That's I understand it. that, but that's what? the same Rush exact shit. Real Canadians. Cody Rhodes is doing right now. No, I'm talking about you. Ask any real Canadian, they'll tell you Bret Hart's a hero. I don't give oh. a fuck about Rush, dog. Yeah. They can be real Canadians if you want them to be. Yeah. No, Russia is like a huge fucking Canadian. Like the most, the most popular thing that's coming from Canada. No, Bret Hart, bro. <laughs> no. Bret Hart, Bret Hart broke the fucking broke the hearts of children in Thailand. 
Rush did not. <laughs> Bret Hart's bigger. That is not true. Does at Rush all. have a statue? They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But do they have a fucking statue? Yeah, the yeah, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock Room Hall of Fame. No, they probably have a plaque fucking. on a wall. They don't make a stone statue of them guys and put it up like they got more than players. Bret Hart being in the Hall of Fame. Fucking They've mean. made way more money than Bret Hart. <laughs> way more money. Who cares about money? We're talking about accolades, dog. <laughs> Wrestling's all about money. Who's gonna remember who in a hundred years? Rush, dude. No, Bret Hart. Would you play this motherfucker a Rush song so he knows? Who I know the who fuck Rush is. Talking about? I'm talking no, about because Bret Hart. I don't want to get sued by the surviving members <laughs> of Rush. <laughs> I'm saying I bet you even Rush would tell you Bret Hart's bigger. And then. Uh, to end Dynamite, you had the Dark Order against the Elite. So you had the Ghostbusters against uh, yeah, I fell asleep for that. Bambi, show. a cowboy, uh, Brandon Cutler, because Colt Cabana dressed up as Brandon Cutler. Stupid. <laughs> and then uh, I don't, I don't remember what the fuck Alex Reynolds was. Would have been really cool if Colt Cabana dressed up like CM Punk. <laughs> or wait, no, it was Stu Grayson. Never mind, Stu Grayson was uh, Kratos. Uh, yeah, he was red Kratos, not blue Kratos. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. And then uh, Tommaso Ciampa was fucking wish Kratos. <laughs> you think it's because Dynamite then, did it first, and then fucking he was like, "Fuck, I gotta go counter with the goddamn blue." Yeah, probably. Or the red. It looked like they drew Ciampa's on with fucking a uh, fucking straight marker before he came out, though. Wasn't Ciampa first though, right? Yeah, Tuesday comes before Wednesday. Yeah, but when was the shit recorded though? Was it still was it's it, it live? Were they, were well, Dynamite, both, Dynamite was live. Were they both live? NXT is not live anymore. It's not. No, I'm pretty sure NXT is all fucking recorded. They probably have the same stylist. And she said, "You know, the one guy's going red tomorrow night." And he was like, "Fuck, <laughs> give me blue." So yeah, no. Now that uh, Chucky's on after fucking <laughs> that, like literally, they just. So it's NXT 2.0, and that takes you right into Chucky. Yeah, man. But no, it's the literally adrenaline. there's there's no there's no uh, extra time like there used to you be. Take me from Breaker with two Ks to Chucky. That's Man, right. I'm saying the adrenaline in that two hour three hour fucking era right there. I might murder somebody. <laughs> but uh, burn my own house down. The elite came out dressed as the Ghostbusters, and then Kettler was supposedly the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> silly, <laughs> what it was. It was real silly. Then uh, the Dark Order actually uh, kidnapped Brandon Cutler. Had him in the cowboy or the cow or the horse outfit. Yep. And they showed him, and then yeah. everybody was like, "Who the fuck's in there?" And who the fuck was it, Brent? Good old Brandon Cutler. No, in the state puff oh. marshmallow fucking hangman, outfit. The hangman Adam Page. Yeah, it was, and he fucking pulled the little head off, and he was the angriest looking little marshmallow man there ever had been. And then he, he could, hit he old couldn't boy get with the, a straight up clothesline, and they're like, "Oh, buckshot!" And I was like, "No, it wasn't. It was a clothesline. Just regular then, clothesline." <laughs> then he then he gave Kenny Omega the dead eye. Yeah, he did do that, but it just looks so silly because he had a giant marshmallow outfit. And then he could, then he couldn't get the uh, costume off of his boots, so he's just dragging it around the rest of the. It was fucking funny because them. It was like a big fucking aired out. Andy bullshit. Don't you be, bullshit. Don't you be over there shaking your fucking head. It's the dumbest shit I, I ever heard. I don't like Adam Page, but the shit was real silly. <laughs> it was. It was funny to watch. It was. You funny were popping for it, weren't you? You were excited about the whole excited. segment. It yes, was, it was funny to watch someone try to be a serious wrestler with a giant marshmallow suit on. That's and hanging out on his ankles and shit because he can't get him off his boots? Uh, no, on TNT it cuts it off pretty which much. I th- right which I think it's been decided that I was going to wear my Bullet Club Hangman Adam Page to Rampage last or next Friday night, but <laughs> I get to see Adam Cole now, so i got to wear the Adam Cole baby. <laughs> <laughs> on the app it cut that shit off. I didn't see him take the suit off and all that. It just showed, at the end it showed them all in their little outfits together or whatever, and then it kind of went off. 
hmm. and it didn't show anymore. But they all look like idiots. I think they need to keep Adam Page away from the Dark Order. No, that's his friends. No. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, the Dark Order is stupid altogether. I don't know about that, but they need to keep him away from there. And the Dark Order, if they want to be called the Dark Order, should be like more dark and serious. Right, but they're not. They're dumb. It's the opposite. Yeah. So we'll move on to uh, Friday Night Rampage. Show open: Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston. Uh, the second or the semifinal of the tournament. Which you showed me that picture, man. It's. They beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. yeah, these are waters I have not crossed yet, so I'm I'm in I'm, I haven't watched this yet, so I'm Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. But another twenty five minute banger. It was, it was great. Banger. Night. Was Did Dan and Brian win? Of course. But what happened after that's kinda of part of the story as well, too though. CM Punk was backstage with Tony Shivani doing an interview and Kingston came to the back all pissed off, and they had to be separated. Yep. So CM Punk, Punk and Kingston. And but I don't know why you would put Ruby Soho in between fucking. Yeah. It's like <laughs> either one of those guys can move her. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Kingston was talking about being from the streets and all that shit, you know. But it was funny. CM, Punk was like, CM Punk's like, I just saw what happened in the match. You want to go to sleep again? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, unprofessional. <laughs> he's been throwing some neat one-liners in there, like whenever uh, uh, Taz came out, and he's like, I didn't know they let the troll come across the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second match on Rampage, you had uh, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel for like the third time. So I, I thought uh, it was supposed to be a tag team match with Leo Rush. And, Mike uh, Seidel's injured. I was about to say, I must have went to sleep. I didn't even watch that show. I, I didn't, ah, this is the third time they've wrestled, and I haven't seen him at all because I'm not interested. I fast-forwarded through it because I wanted to watch Brett Baker. That's kind of sad. I was hoping to see Leo Rush wrestle. No. Nope. When Leo Rush is ready to wrestle, he'll let you know. Lashley. That's pretty much what he said. <laughs> I like Leo Rush. Anyway, the match. Uh, no. Dante Martin won. Okay. It was a high fly match. I don't know. I watched it in fast forward because I wanted to watch Abaddon and Britt Baker. This motherfucker watching <laughs> shit in fast forward. I'll watch it and I'll come back with a real report on it next week for you. All right. I appreciate <laughs> it. I've already watched their other two matches. Because I'm interested. Dante Martin's a good wrestler, man. He won. That's cool, but I'd like to know if there's anything else. Ain't that, that great. The first match I had sucked. He's pretty good, but he always looks like fucking he's abused or something. Every time <laughs> and, he's like doing then, an interview and somebody else is talking, he's always like looking down the ground like, no, I don't want to get hit in the face again, please. <laughs> and then speaking of interviews, you had Mark Henry doing his uh, main event interview like he always did. And in one screen, you have Abaddon. And the other one, you have Britt Baker. The Abaddon one, he's like, Abaddon, you ready for this match? And she just has blood fucking pouring out of her mouth. He's yeah, like, okay. I don't like that shit. And then... uh Britt Baker talks some shit, and then it goes back to Abaddon's screen, and she's like missing. And Mark Henry's like, "Well, uh, nobody knows what happened to Abaddon, but I guess it's time for the main event." So <laughs> Britt Baker should have cut a promo about her fixing her teeth for. Her. Uh, well, the match was a street fight because I mean SmackDown has street fights, so we had to have a street fight. Was it a Chucky's Choice street fight? No, it was not. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. It was just a street fight, and. uh Britt Baker and Abaddon tried to break it the same table twice, and they bounced off of it twice. Nice. They brought out some thumbtacks. <laughs> Britt Baker landed on thumbtacks again, mm. like she did. And uh, she signed that fucking thing to Mick Foley from the Hardcore Legend. Well, yeah, that's what she called herself. <laughs> that's what she called herself in the inter- or the pre the pre interview or whatever or the interview. She's like, I'm the I'm the Hardcore Legend. That's fucking hilarious, man. That's silly shit. They uh at least did something smart in the match. 
She put on the glove to do the lockjaw. Well, you're fighting a fucking zombie. So she like got her ready to put her fingers in her mouth. And then she's like, wait a minute. No, this isn't a good idea. And Abaddon just latches onto her hand. So <laughs> then. Uh, turn into a zombie as she gets bit. Jamie Hayter came in the ring. was like kicking the fuck out of Abaddon to get her to unlatch from her hand. And then it ended, as Simon Miller would say, with the most devastating move in sports entertainment. We should, we should retire this move. The roll up? Yes. For the win. Retire this move, please. For the W. It's just taking a page out of Vince McMahon's book. That's not how you want to end your Friday night. <laughs> the roll up. And then Abaddon's like standing in the ring doing her whole seizing, fucking pissed off. Like, it ain't over. I'm coming after you. Yeah. But, uh. I'm good on the Abaddon experience. Well, it was Halloween. You got to have Abaddon. Sure. Just like you had to have uh, fucking Chris Jericho on the commentary desk and he was wearing a wig and all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, interested to see how that's going to go when I turn it on here in a little while. But uh, no, I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the uh, the zombies and werewolves that wrestle professionally. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. I, it's too gimmicky. Didn't you have a list for us? Oh, uh, yeah, well, Shit, because I tried to find like a top 10 uh, Halloween Havoc moments or couldn't do it. No, it just came up with matches and speaking, most of us aren't going to remember half of those of matches. <laughs> have uh, hang on a second. Let me let this load. Like this match, I don't remember at all. Like we could probably say probably one of the best matches that ever happened to Halloween Havoc was Eddie and Ray. This is Halloween Havoc 97 from Sportster. What was it? 96, right? I think it was 97. This is from Sportster, and it's eight parody wrestling gimmicks ranked from worst to best. Since we're talking about gimmicks. Parody wrestling gimmicks. Since we're talking about gimmicks anyway. Starting at number eight is Asia from WCW. She was brought in to be a parody of China for the revolution. That was never never confirmed. Okay. She's a bodyguard and manager for the people in the revolution. She was jacked, though. She had good matches. And then right after the revolution broke up, she disappeared. So, yeah, she had (laughs) fucking plenty of nothing. Number seven is Axel Mania. Yeah. He was going places and doing things, and Hulk Hogan said some things he shouldn't have and got caught on tape doing it, and the whole entire fucking (laughs) Axel Mania gimmick just got squashed out. And, like, that was Curtis Axel's last big thing he did in WWE. I had a B-team. I don't count that. <laughs> okay. The, you can't count that if you count that. Number nope. six, Hoovy the Juice. The Juice gimmick that Hoovy had. Not uh-huh. Hoovy himself, just the Juice that was gimmick. The, that was the best gimmick ever. What do you mean? You, you, no, it was terrible. Fucking Vince Russo gave it to him, and he didn't want to do it, and the motherfucker couldn't speak no English. And he was out there trying to cut promos like he was The Rock. Dude, he talks about it all the time. It's like the greatest thing of his life is getting his mask taken well, off and having the Sportsers number six is one of the worst gimmicks of all time. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Then. That shit was the shit. Number five, Stone Cold Shark Boy. TNA. Oh, yeah. Well, that was one of the worst things boy. where he would say things like, uh, Shell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he had the black vest and he did the stunner and the fucking Luthez press and all that. And he, I guess I, he wasn't like that pre-TNA. Was, and then when they asked him, they wanted him to do that shit. Like he did a couple of roles and uh, he wrestled without his mask too. But I mean, he's kind of like motherfucking uh, Orange Cassidy. Be honest with you, I don't think he was over that much. I mean, he was a TNA fucking staple. People cheered the shit out of him. He had amazing matches. I don't know about amazing. They were okay. Did he put his hands on his pockets? You know, he did have good matches. The Amazing Red. And he never got used either. And they had matches together. Number four, 
as positively canyon because <laughs> it was an ignorant fucking take on ddp when ddp went away to get hip shorts hip surgery or shoulder nah, surgery or something remember. like that and he had a book he wrote the ddp book or whatever at that time positively WCW, page. Yeah, was coming out with all the fucking gimmicky fucking uh biography books and shit i like that gimmick too <laughs> that was right after the fucking and, ready to rumble and shit well it's number four so we're getting to the from worst to best but worst to best so number oh, four is not okay. bad that means it's okay <laughs> but yeah he had like a terrible hair piece he would wear that was blonde and it would always every time he'd give somebody a canyon cutter not a diamond cutter a canyon cutter they went from the hair that, piece would fall off they went from that to the jersey triad or whatever bam bam boogo ddp and mm, fucking that, canyon. that was that was before that this is, yeah, that was before that. Uh, when he did the Positively Canyon shit, he would take a brick and put it in the book and it hit people with <laughs> the book and shit, and there's a big brick in it. Yeah, that was after, uh, that was like 2000, not like, like 2000, 2001 ish, kind of towards hmm. the mid end of WCW when he did the Positively Canyon shit. But Mortis was way over more than that shit was. I felt like I liked Mortis' character. Number three is Gilberg, Dwayne Gill, who was a one time. Light, WWF light heavyweight he, champion. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, I don't know. He held that belt for like four or five years because he's been in a couple just, rumbles too. They gave him the belt and then never told him to come back and defend it. And he just held it forever. And then he <laughs> finally came back. And I think Scotty Too Hotty beat it for him. Beat well, it we, saw, him. we got Z Gilberg like a year there this year. But yeah, he was in WCW. Uh, I know he was in, I think, AWA or NWA. Who? Gil, Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Gil? Gil, yeah, he wrestled in a shitload of companies. It's just that he, I mean, he shaved his head, and when WWE rehired him, they was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> this Goldberg thing, look at him. And his first night in uh, WWE back was at, um, I believe, Survivor Series 98. <laughs> and they said that there was going to be um, a WWF superstar coming out of retirement to wrestle for the WWF championship, and everybody thought it was going to be Shawn Michaels. And they had sh everybody was chanting Shawn Michaels and shit, and then fucking uh, like this music hits. It's kind of like Goldberg's music, but not really Goldberg's. Music. Right. And Dwayne Gill comes walking out, and instead of having giant pyros, they have little sparklers they and, have, and they started burning his legs, and he was like, ah, like fucking beating his legs <laughs> off. And it, it was fucking hilarious, and the whole crowd just booed the fucking shit. He got beaten about ten seconds. Mick Foley took him down and put him in the mandible claw and just took him the fuck out. Yeah, Mick Foley's doing the mandible claw. Number two. On your TV just a minute ago. On the old fucking British Bulldog. This match has been pretty badass, and I don't really remember it. Yeah, well, it's because you're not a fan of WWF back in the day. Not this time. And not only that, but Bulldog and Ownheart are one of the best tag teams that there ever was, and they do not get any credit for it. Cause, well, I guess they're not allowed to talk about, about fucking Owen, really, but they were a really good tag team, man. They got no love for Vader, neither. Well, he fell down. Uh, number two is the Black Machismo. I fucking love that gimmick. Jay Lethal is the fucking macho man gimmick. Dude. Outside of the Ric Flair shit. ROH just uh, released Jay Lethal from his title. I'm saying. From his we, contract. Vince loves gimmicks. Uh, yeah. It would be neat to and see. And they're, they're free to go wherever they want. It would be interesting to see Black Machismo in WWE. I'm just saying. I don't know that he would still do that. But Dude, he it did would that shit. He did the awesome. Ric Flair shit that fucking made me laugh. But that was like maybe the best segment TNA has ever you, done you ever. You want to revive the New Day? <laughs> Jay Lethal with Jay Lethal, yeah. yeah. Put Jay Lethal, lethal, lethal dose of Jay Lethal as the Black Machismo, though they in, all turn the heel because they have a lethal injection of the Black fucking, Machismo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He would be a great addition to that group, I believe, as the Black Machismo. I haven't seen him in a long time. That he would be, be fucking shape, awesome. But. 
He's he part of the Lanny, foundation. He was just ROH tag team champion. He's got Lanny Poffo's fucking one and the and the he, he wrestled against uh, his partner for the to be the first pure champion since they returned the title. Maybe the, if Petey Williams did a good job for him. He's like got, the name, he could be like, yo, we got this other guy, Jay Lethal, just um, got out of his contract. He's got the Poffo <laughs> he's got the Poffo clans like you can be this if you want to be this right, character. Right. So he could, if he wanted to be Black Machismo and Vince was cool with it, he could pull that shit off. I would love to see that character again. That fucking, uh, the TNA, the best thing they ever had ever was Jay Lethal and Ric Flair fucking barking at each other and shit. Dude, well, that fucking, the woo off that him and Ric Flair yeah. had and then Ric Flair and they were fucking elbow dropping and knee dropping their jackets and shit. Yeah. Dude. I was dying. I laughed so damn hard when that shit. All right, the number one according to Sportster gimmick, the Blue World Order. Yeah, that's the pretty BWO. Similar. I got a BWO T-shirt. Do you? Yeah. Uh, Didn't you just say Blue Mini was on AEW Dark? Huh? Stevie Richards. Yeah, and Crowbar. Stevie Richards was Big Stevie Cool. The Blue Mini was the Blue Guy, Scott Hall, and Hollywood Nova was obviously Hulk Hogan. Uh, but yeah, man, they ran off that shit for a while, and obviously they're still doing it. But except you know he had an Nova A, is, he right? had an AEW shirt on that said was blue instead of. Do a you know blue. who that Nova turned into? Uh, Simon Dean. Simon Dean. Yeah. yeah, he didn't last very long in WWE. You ever see Simon Dean? Yeah, he's the dude that said, "Rather save Doctor Tom and put a bold in Bruce or some shit <laughs> yeah. like that." And Bruce Pritchard has said he's never met Simon Dean, never worked <laughs> with Simon Dean in WWE. Said he may have talked to him one time, if that, in passing. Has no idea why he hates him so much. I kind of forgot all about him. I was watching the Rumble, and he came out on his fucking. Apparently, he thinks Bruce Pritchard screwed him over somehow. <laughs> and, he's, and Bruce is like, "I've never met the guy." Heard him talking about it on like three different podcasts, where he's like, "I have no fucking idea who he is. I've never talked to him, but he hates the fuck out of him." So <laughs> weird, man. So I think it's the time of that show, where the it's high spots of the day or the time week? of the high spots of the week. So <laughs> should I just go first? That's fine. I've been waiting for it. I've been saying it. I've been clamoring about it, and everybody <laughs> keeps on shutting me down, telling me I don't know what I'm talking about. It ain't over yet. They got, Fat Lady ain't saying. Yeah, it's saying. It's just fucking the beginning of the end. All they're doing they're is fucking- They're rebranding. All they're doing is taking them out to the woodshed, saying load the gun and put the bullet <laughs> in the fucking head, bro. ROH has died, and it's my high spot of the week, because I've been saying it's it for a while. It's not an announcement yet. It's the announcement dead. is they're like rebranding dead. in the first quarter the, of 2022. The, the best thing right now that could happen for ROH is that Vince McMahon shows up on NXT when NXT opens up, stands in the middle of the ring and says, I have bought an ROH, and the Titan Tron comes on, or whatever it's called now, and Triple H is standing in the ROH ring and says, sorry, Vince, the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and then we have ROH versus NXT, and then it all makes sense. No, no, God, no. Well, true. They, they kept talking. We about, lived through that bullshit they already. Keep, they do a bad invasion angle. They could. They kept on talking <laughs> about doing that brand war with the open door. Now Vince can own ROH, and then him and NXT and ROH. Does that have any go. Bullet Club fucking footage at all with it? Probably. I mean, guys that were part of the Bullet Club that wrestled well, if there. If you got it from 2012, you'd have anybody yeah, that Cody wrestled Rhodes there for sure. Yeah, the you'd elite. Have the, you'd have the Jacksons. The elite and, and all that shit, yeah. yeah. You'd have Adam Cole. Marty Scroll. You'd have Jacksons versus fucking Briscoes and shit on that, too, huh? Yeah, you got a lot of the Briscoes shit, bro. You'd have you'd have Adam Cole. You'd have Kyle O'Reilly. 
So hmm. you could – and they released everybody contracts. They don't have no competes. They don't like them guys are getting paid by AOL to sit at home for two years. They could easily See, sign all those guys to fucking thought he subpar. was doing something getting out of well, they still, they still have everybody He probably knew ahead of time. They probably gave him a heads up. Yo, bro, we're going <laughs> they still have a paper, out of here. They still have a pay-per-view that they're doing in they, December. They could they could How do you announce pay all them guys a subpar amount of money that they're getting paid right now to come in and do an invasion angle with WWE to help them fucking stay afloat even though they're closed. It's just like the Big Bang with WCW, bro. We'll be back. Sure. Still waiting <laughs> on that Big Bang to happen, right? It did. They became WWE. Yeah, well, no. They were going to be WCW again, even under WWE's banner. And instead, they decided to do ECW on sci-fi. <laughs> that's, how, that's how important WCW was. They don't give a fuck about WCW. Even in the interview, like, right after that, like, 2005, they started doing those documentaries all the time and shit. And all their career retrospectives, like... Just skipped over the fucking WCW. It's years. like, yeah, and then they went to WCW. And Back then, to the right. WWE. Yeah, yeah. Like the Bobby Heenan one's like, yeah, and he was very upset the whole time he was in WCW because it was a poorly run company. And, uh, and then he came back to WWE for the... <laughs> we probably should have started the show off with the 10 bell salute for him and all that. But They're not dead yet. No, they're dead. They're more than they're on. Close. They're on the dead list. Yeah, they're in but... the fucking... They're in fucking... <laughs> well, then next April, they'll get a fucking 10 bell salute. <laughs> They're on a feeding tube right now, fucking hoping to stay alive. But someone about to sign that old fucking DNR. <laughs> right. right, Dick, and what's you your high spot? Sire told me how wrong I was. They're not dead. They ain't making no money, so that's why they ain't on TV. I think they're going to... They're in the... Is it the black? Is that what they call it? In the black? You ain't making no money. You're just costing us money. Here, here's the bad part. How are you supposed to make money This when motherfucker you're... right over here is the only one who DVRs them every week. <laughs> Scott done told me he don't even watch shit no more because he can't figure out what time of the day it's on. Well, that's Scott's problem. See? Don't, nobody knows when it's on. That's, Scott, that's, knows, Scott knows what's time of the That's totally an ECW company's wanting this fucking place to fail so we can get it the fuck out of here. In so many words. Even though they own it and I run it. I think they're going to merge with WoW. I hope not. Because it's supposed to be all women, not men, too. <laughs> right, Dick, what's your high spot of the week? <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> you, you can go say ditto. Dead I'm, and gone. Sure. I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the biggest story coming out this week. So. It's the high spot because it's fucking the greatest shit ever. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's dead. It's not dead. It is. It's not it's dead, dead, but there's a lot of opportunity. It's gonna come out back there. rebranded as ROH 2.0. <laughs> How you like that, pal? What if they, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna invade NXT. Yeah, ROH 2.0, pal. No. I'll tell you what, we're gonna do. We're gonna spackle it all up a little bit. <laughs> you guys like to throw them. Stream- do you remember? Throw them streamers. You know what in else the they ring? have footage of in their library? You like to throw them streamers in the ring? So do you we're remember? We're gonna throw them in the ROH sign. When Matt Hardy got fired off that European tour and like. Was sending out videos on the internet like suicide notes. Yeah, there's weird shit like that on there. So he <laughs> he went to ROH after that was like real fat and shit, yeah. and uh, yeah. he, they were like the the last uh, generation of the Attitude Era star. Yeah, he had the matches. Yeah, it was real terrible. Uh, what's his name? Nigel McGuinness was the fucking announcer for him then. Uh, Alexander Wolf was his name in TNA. Oh, he had to quit wrestling because he had hepatitis C. Yeah. He was good as shit, though. Uh, he was a decent announcer. I don't know what happened to him. They fired him, I guess. Is he not on WWE anymore? Mm-mm. I haven't been for a long time. Yeah, no, Way he's better gone. now. He's the token British guy. Uh, hmm. They have a token British guy, and it's got to be one. <laughs> Actually, Nigel McGuinness is on. He's the he's on NXT UK. Well, there you go. Mm. You can only have one token British guy to a show. 
And we have Wade, Wade. Bears come back and wrestle. But no, he's bad news when he wrestles. <laughs> <laughs> get it? You get That's it? Bad news for you, you tore your quad. What, what about you? You got a high spot, dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Hey, man, Adam Page is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I'll uh, get out of here with that shit. We already talked about that. The angry, the angry marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> because marshmallows is cowboy shit, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I fell asleep before any of that shit happened. I ain't watched it. It was yet. cool. It made me laugh a lot, especially how angry it looked when he pulled the top off. When he pulled the top off. He was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, he's turned into a fucking wild man. I thought he was going to rip through the fucking marshmallow. I thought like he was going to rip the whole suit off, but he didn't just took the head off and then started going. I was like, you going to keep the rest of it on? He'd have been better off taking his shoes off and doing that probably rather than trying to keep the boots on and everything. Well, if you guys are a fan of the show, make sure you subscribe. We'd like to thank our host, Anchor FM. We will see all you guys next week. Bye. See ya.